Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News covering Outriders not making any profit. Kind of crazy, but some of us saw this coming and it really drives home the question, is Game Pass to blame? We're going to be discussing that this morning in the live stream. If you didn't catch the live stream, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. If you ever don't see my videos in your sub feed, your recommended feed, check your subscriptions feed in my channel as we do go live every day of the week. And I try to give you everything right here at the beginning of the video. This is a Reforge update. People Can Fly has received no profits for Outriders up to the end of 2021, and that report is shocking to some, but not surprising to many of us who thought this game's launch was gigantically bumbled with respect to how it was put on Game Pass. As always, let me know what you think in the comments below. Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these quick updates. So we pulled this from PC Gamer. We all know that Outriders had a rocky start, very popular with the demo, and then all of a sudden, we heard that it was going to be on Game Pass, which we were worried was going to cause problems for the launch of the game. According to PC Gamer, a new financial report from the studio addresses Outriders and it says that while it was entitled to royalty payments, should the game sell well enough, quote, the group received no royalties from the publisher for the period of December 31st, 2021, which means means that as of the reporting date, net proceeds from the sale of Outriders were insufficient to recover the costs and expenses incurred by the publisher to develop, distribute, and promote the title. This was confirmed by the royalty statement for the fourth quarter of 2021 received by the group from its publisher. Now, this is not the greatest news, especially considering they just announced some things recently. So what does this mean for the future of Outriders? People Can Fly remains committed to delivering at least one more DLC for Outriders, which according to the document is called Outriders World Slayer, and it will release in 2022. But it does not have any expectation that it will receive any royalties from the project. Quote, There can be no assurance that net proceeds from the sale of Outriders in future periods will be sufficient for the publisher to recover the costs incurred and to pay royalties to the group. Concern about Game Pass did come up in many of our previous streams about this. We will likely debate that over on Reforge Game in the VOD if you want to catch it and according to PC Gamer this shows how misleading early player counts and publisher braggadocio can be it also raises a bit of a question about how good a decision Xbox Game Pass is for third party games when sold full price during the launch week if you look at the, the history of video games that opening week the opening month is like the biggest month for profit it's the biggest month for revenue and to not even have to buy the game is a huge huge problem for profit and for royalties not only that do not forget what the gaming press did the gaming press should be held accountable for how they handled this situation the minute the game was known to be on xbox game pass every gaming press outlet that i followed was all encouraging people to cancel their pre-orders basically saying don't support the developer just play the game for free if you are subscribed to Xbox Game Pass so don't forget what the gaming press did and don't forget what the gaming community did canceling pre-orders was something that hit such a high degree of inquiry both from people wondering like oh can I do this and the fact that they were probably seeing canceled pre-orders 
people can fly express public concern about this and encourage people to basically not do that if you want to support us if you want to support the game then buy the game you also have to remember that when days gone one of the guys that worked on that game said listen if you support the game if you like the game then buy the effing game he had some colorful language about it because if you want a game to be successful, if you want a game to thrive and to make it, you, you have to be willing to spend money on it. And this could prove that more AAA titles that are not first party will not be landing on Game Pass. That's my prediction. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Head over to Reforge Gaming if you want to watch me live. And as always, if you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button. And I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We keep having nice big spike-ups over there on TikTok, but we don't hold anybody. We had like 50 people. Uh, so thanks to everybody who is, uh, who's been supporting us over there uh, and watching. We'll continue to just be faithful over there as well as faithful on YouTube. If you guys are watching over here on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit the bell button. That way you can talk in the chat. Make sure and smash the like button. Get us off to a nice bang and start here this morning. This one is close to home. Oh, man, we've talked about this particular title many, many times, many, many times, and we have consistently held the position that this game launching on Game Pass was a gigantic mistake. You know, you're going to buy some Light Roses paycheck. Hey, thank you so much. If you're watching the past broadcast, don't forget all the great ways you can support what we do here. We are like 14 members away from hitting 500 members. Uh, We also sell the coffee. Those are great ways to support what we do on this channel. We appreciate you guys so, so much supporting all those endeavors. We sold a lot of coffee and got a lot of members last night. We are getting really, really close to uh, getting that 500 member mark. If we hit 600 members, then my wife has to play Elden Ring. So make sure and smash that if you haven't done so already. We really, really appreciate you guys so, so much and your support of the channel. Uh, we would love to see uh, We would love to see the uh, <laughs> the member numbers get, get really, really high. Also, don't forget the announcement that Reforge Radio is now a gaming channel. We'll be heading there this afternoon. There's so much gaming news we can't cover over here on gaming because we stick to one topic for most of our shows. Game Pass has made me try games I always was hesitant to buy, says Resident Raccoon. No Man's Sky being one of those games I would have never tried if not for Game Pass. No Man's Sky and Elden Ring are risky buys for me. I don't think that that's a bad input, Resident uh, Recon. I think I called you Raccoon. Resident Recon. I don't think that's bad input. The issue is not that like, oh, it'll help people try games. The issue is you don't want to be on there during your launch week or your launch month. You know, your recommendation, I ordered the Sony a6000, great price, came in over the weekend, good looking, oh man, such a great little camera, man, Sony a6000 is really, really nice, really, really nice camera, uh, let's see here, good morning, Sorcerer of Havoc, Derek says, I didn't realize that such a big game had gotten so badly bonked by people literally canceling their game purchase and just playing it for free, crap is wild, yes, yes, listen, I am very specific in my feedback on this. I'm not saying that Game Pass is bad. I'm not saying that a game being on Game Pass is bad. I'm saying a AAA non-first-party title being on Game Pass during their launch month is a terrible idea, and it has really, in my opinion, come back to haunt 
people can fly and Outriders basically making no profit. Mo says this game nobody knew about, didn't have many pre-orders, hence the first delay. I think claiming this game didn't have a lot of pre-orders after the numbers they boasted in the demo is just silly, Mo. That's that's just absolute silliness. Yo, what's good feed? Like there that's so unsubstantiated. The demo absolutely crushed it. They were almost assuredly getting good pre-orders in relation to the demo. You started doing shorts again. We are going to try YouTube shorts to see if we can't funnel people to hear from the shorts, sort of the short shelf, the shorts feed, but they should not be hitting your subscription feed. I turned that off. You should not have gotten a notification for those shorts this morning, and they should not hit your feed. That is something we are trying because YouTube loves shorts, and we feel we might be able to utilize them. It was the most anticipated game at the time. Yeah, like, we were in the middle of a drought. Right, it did so well. Like, the demo was crushing. Everybody was talking about it. What's good, Wolvie? I concur, Lono. Being on Game Pass on the first week is definitely bad. After a month, you could release it on Game Pass. Use shorts as an ad service for the channel. Yo, what's good, Steven Seagal? That's kind of what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. How was your head Saturday morning? I was fine. I was fine. I actually bounce back pretty quickly anytime I have a bit of a wild night with you guys. If you guys didn't catch the members only stream Friday night, consider becoming a member. Don't forget this Friday night's community game night, Halo Infinite Custom Games. Smash the like button, that's free. Hit subscribe, that's free. But membership comes with a lot of great perks. Metascore and game reviews are what drive sales. Uh, The demo was good, but it launched broken. I don't disagree with you, John. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the game was amazing or that the game would have done way better, okay? I just don't think... I don't think... That's not my position. I think it would have sold really, really well. And then, yes, it would have likely fallen down pretty quickly because it had problems in that first couple of weeks. There were bugs. There were glitches. There was there was frame stuttering problems. It launched with problems. Oh, for sure. I don't think it would have had a smooth launch. But it would have done very well with respect to, like, having a ton of sales during the first week. The demo only came out after the first delay because nobody knew about it. There was no demo until they made the delay. If you were following from the beginning... It was going, it was just going to drop. Right, and the demo was highly praised. Hilly says the Outriders demo became a quick hit after it went live earlier this week, and a lot of those players seem happy with what they saw. The co op game has earned itself the seventh spot in this week's team, Steam Top Sellers chart through pre orders. <coughs> right there. Right there is exactly what we're talking about. Thank you, Hilly. I don't know where you quoted that from. So the Outriders demo is a quick hit. It, it becomes the seventh spot on Steam's top sellers for pre-orders. And you don't think that, that, that being on Game Pass hurt it? It, it was, How many people canceled their pre-orders, do you think? How many people heard their friends talking about it? Do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, yeah, we'll watch it when the final season hits. Outriders is a Steam's top seller. Yeah, PCGamesN.com reported on how it was doing great as a pre-order. Come on, man. That right there is great evidence in my corner. Not at all. Thanks for the article, Hilly. 
what that doesn't that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense the fact that they they were doing great on steam with pre-orders that stands to reason that they also had good pre-orders on the other platforms a lot of a lot canceled that's why outriders didn't make bank they literally had to publicly speak out and be like please don't do that please don't cancel your pre-order they they they, they, they spoke to this directly Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm not trying to demonize Game Pass. I'm saying if you are a big AAA title, you got Square Enix behind this title, big AAA title, don't launch on Game Pass for your first month. That's all I'm saying. None of this is me bashing Microsoft or Game Pass. This is pure business strategy talk. Matty Jarvis with a five spot. Outriders should not have launched on Game Pass right away. It would have been better to put on Game Pass alongside the expansion launch. We're doing a we're doing a poll. Outriders made no profit. Is Game Pass to blame? Even if a little, even if a little. Let's no 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 no. Is Game Pass partly? We'll, we'll, we'll do this. Is Game Pass partly to blame? That's what I want to know. Outriders made no profit. Is Game Pass? I'll capitalize Game Pass so people know what in the world we're talking about. Is Game Pass partly to blame? What is happening right now? I can't type. Is Game Pass partly to blame? Yes or no? Yes or no? I'm not blaming everything on Game Pass. I'm saying is it partly to blame? I want to know what you think. Fats says, I loved and do love Outriders. The tweaks have been good. It could have been longer, but I still could go back and blast a few hours. I really, really liked... um, the changes they made when they made those updates but what i really just can't do is the sound design yo pit viper welcome back in first member of the day guys we need 14 new members i think i checked this morning 14 new members to unlock an emote that'll get us to 500 if we get to 600 members this month my wife has to play elden ring if you are not catching these friday night streams you're missing out my wife and i had a rematch in bowling and switch sports please she talks so much smack mate let me let me make her play Elden Ring (laughs) it'll be such good content yo 13 months from Noberto jumping back in as a tier 2 we out here says Noberto excited about the news of the channel changes been with you since 2019 as long as the content's there I'm tuning in badges can be replaced I appreciate that Noberto Baker with 13 months of membership jumping back in Minstry with 9 months of membership jumping back in um, th- th- those are not nine months of membership. Sorry, they're renewing for their ninth month, their thirteenth month. Uh, apparently, the way I say that was confusing people. So you do one month at a time as a member. By the way, they're just they're hitting their milestones. Minstree says, if Xbox releases a new first party game on Game Pass, do they need a lot of new members for it to be considered a success and profitable? Of course, Jay White first brand new gaming member of the day welcome to reforge gaming i appreciate that jay white enjoy the dope badge and emotes your dope and deserve dope stuff don't forget you get you get extra stuff as a member and hey those of you that aren't members don't worry we still do 10 to 14 streams a week roughly somewhere between 10 and 14 free streams a week we only do two members only streams thursday afternoon and friday night This week, Friday night, is Community Game Night, Halo Infinite Custom Games. I don't even care if you don't like Halo. It's so fun. I reached out to Expery. Expery's going to cook up some great custom games for us. Yo, what's good, Russell Stewart? For me, says Daniel, I like it on Game Pass. I'll buy it to ensure I have it when it leaves. Game Pass is a safety net for me. 
Trek to Yomi made more money from Game Pass than PlayStation sales. Different game, but it shows how uh, than just Game Pass being the reason they made no profit. Here's the thing, Semperfy. It's not about the game itself. It's about the potential sales, right? Trek to Yomi is is a perfect example of what Game Pass is wonderful for. They get a nice fat check from Microsoft and they get tons of great exposure. It's so good. It's so good for little indie titles. Like, ID at Xbox is one of the greatest indie efforts that they've we've seen. We've also seen really good results for indie titles that get on Game Pass. We've seen really, really good press and reach and popularity. But man, when you're when you're a, when you're a big big title, man, I just don't see it. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I'll get proven true for the next 12 to 18 months. You will see less and less third party AAA titles on Xbox Game Pass. Just watch. Just watch. Grizzly Johnson over there on TikTok says Square Enix is to blame. They announced Game Pass release way after pre-orders were announced. Yeah, how's that make people feel? Think about how that made the consumer feel. They played the demo, they liked the demo, they pre-order the game, and then all of a sudden later on they're like, oh, by the way, it's going to be on Game Pass. That, that also felt, I think that probably made people feel a certain kind of way. I do. I do. You think Trek to Yomi costs nearly as much as Outriders? It's not the type of game he's talking about. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We're already seeing the decline, Lono, says Eugene. But Mo says we'll see in June. We will! We will. Listen, June's right around the corner. We're going to cover all the major gaming events, all right? You guys on TikTok will want to watch on YouTube the days that we do that. I can't do any kind of co-streaming on TikTok, but if you're interested in Summer Games Fest, all the big trailers and announcements, make sure and check out youtube.com slash reforgegaming. That's where we'll be doing all of that. Also, those of you that maybe you were really turned off by Reforge Radio dipping into non-gaming topics like politics and stuff, that is no longer happening. We officially took care of that over the weekend. We will be going over to Reforge Radio this afternoon the channel's a little bit smaller because we swap places but we're going to go over there this afternoon and any gaming news i don't cover here gets covered over there and if you're a member over there you can call in you can take part in madam streams again and the reforge roundtable is returning okay it's good 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 things this channel's a little bit too topic driven like single topic driven and gameplay driven so radio is going to be a little bit different but the good news for you is just more great gaming content throughout the day, and with live redirects, it's really easy to come with me. You don't have to worry about any of those, like, out of left field topics anymore. Yo, good to see you over there on TikTok, Sean. Thank you for smashing like over there. Guys, make sure you're smashing like on YouTube as well, and make sure you're considering becoming a member, or who's going to be the first coffee order of the day? We sold two, I believe, on Friday. Those will be shipping out today. I'm drinking some myself this morning. I don't blame Game Pass's vengeance. I blame the YouTubers and Purple Streamers telling people to cancel their pre-orders. Don't forget the gaming press. Don't forget the gaming press. Every gaming press outlet was like, hey, cancel your pre-order. Like, so what? Huh? What? So you're going to have one report saying Outriders is a top seller on Steam. Top pre-order. It's in the seventh position because the demo is so popular. And then in the next breath, you're going to be like, hey, by the way, cancel your pre-orders if you're on Game Pass. Stupid. I'm in love with your content. Thank you. I blame whoever signed the contract. Listen, when people hear me say that it's Game Pass's fault, stop taking it personal. 
right? Game Pass isn't a person. It's not your best friend. It's not your mama, okay? Listen, when I say it's Game Pass's fault, that does mean, yes, whoever made the decision to sign the contract ultimately wasn't thinking about that first month, those first weeks, what it was going to do to the consumers who had already pre-ordered, who was like, wait a minute, I don't even have to buy the game? Yes, fundamentally the signing of the contract is to blame so when i'm blaming game pass i'm not making like a personal attack on an xbox thing okay i consistently talk about how game pass is the greatest value in gaming microsoft's got a really great long-term strategy i'm not not, this is like a personal attack i'm saying all these other companies should be where right they should be where like you do not want your title on game pass launch week you don't not a good idea you're gonna end up with you're gonna end up with a very very similar situation you're gonna feel like oh man we just can't get any sales gee i wonder why you have 20 something million people who don't have to buy your game that's not good we literally do not have any numbers for Trek to Yomi, so please stop trying to use that game to justify Game Pass. All we know is that the game is on Game Pass and sold everywhere else, says Corey. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we need numbers, Corey, to know that Game Pass is wonderful for indies, though. They get so much exposure. Indies wouldn't keep doing it if it wasn't good for indies. I think that stands to reason. I think the exodus of AAA titles is proof of my premise. Like, the big AAA titles are going to vacate Game Pass launch week. They'll go there later. It's perfect to put your game on Game Pass when you're getting ready to do a DLC or something. Hey, our game's been out for six months. Throw it on Game Pass, get a ton of exposure, and then and then sell the DLC. Uh, it's a contract problem, so it's not Game Pass. It's the publisher's fault. See, again, you're making it personal. When I say it's Game Pass's fault or you blame Game Pass, I'm not saying that Game Pass, in essence, is a problem. I'm saying... What Game Pass is, you don't want that for your big AAA title on launch week. Like, Game Pass can be great for gamers and great for indies and simultaneously be terrible for AAA titles on their launch week. Like, both things can be true, Mo. It doesn't have to be so pure and loved, like, oh, it's perfect no matter what. No, it's not perfect. It's not a one-size-fits-all baseball hat. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit everybody. Trek isn't an indie, but it falls within the category of games that should be okay. Jay White says, I have Game Pass and I still got two copies of Outriders. I don't blame Game Pass. I blame the people who didn't support the game. What's good snow? Well, but again, it's 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 not about... See, I, I think people are getting caught up in the language of like, oh, blame Game Pass. You know, blame whoever signed the contract. Blame the contract. The point is, is that fundamentally games that size AAA publishers and developers that size they should be taking a a long hard look at game pass and saying that is not for us in the first 30 days it's not why the focus on launch week sales shouldn't lifetime sales yo thank you night fury for gifting me something over there on tiktok an a plus appreciate you a plus to you too here's why sandy that's actually a good question and there's a great answer for your good question the first week a game drops is when it makes so much of its sales. The first month especially. It's, that's when they make the, the lion's share of their sales. Now, sometimes that window goes out even farther than that because Eugene is saying first six months. 
they make so much of their money and so much of their sales in the first couple of months. Now, a game like Outriders, they would have suffered because the game was bad when it launched. Nothing nothing that I'm saying <laughs> is in defense of Outriders as a game. Like, Outriders was really rough at launch. And so it wouldn't have gotten great sales after the second or third week, but it still would have done considerably better than it did. That doesn't mean that they still would, they would have been profitable. I'm saying Game Pass is part of the equation. To, to, to deny that is silly. Oh, it's the contract's fault. Okay, but Game Pass is a part of the contract. It's part of the equation. Hilly says, I think Outriders is the example of the worst game launch since Game Pass launched. If you're going to Game Pass Day 1, I think that is fine, but don't accept pre-orders on PC and Xbox and then go in on all Game Pass. I think moving to Game Pass is okay after 12 months being sold normally. Moving after the first two weeks or something like that's an awful idea. It's awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyone who buys the game full price and has Game Pass will not be buying many of your games in the future. Yeah, they might just wait two weeks. Exactly. Does it deserve to be profitable? That's not a question that you can answer. The market determines what's deserving to be profitable. Like, that's not up to me. Like, I can't say, it deserves to be profitable. Feel bad for it. It's, no, no. It's not about that. My argument is not about whether or not the game deserves or doesn't deserve to be profitable. My argument is purely this. Game Pass will change shape over the next 12 months, and Outriders is, is the lead story. Outriders is the lead story. You have no reason to believe that anyone who downloads a game from Game Pass would have instead ever have bought it not on Game Pass. So you can't say they're losing potential sales. Oh, sure you can. It's very easy distorted. You can infer, I think, from the fact that the demo was such a hit that it became the seventh most uh, bought game purely on pre-orders. On Steam's top seller list, it was number seven just from pre-orders. That's how hot the demo was. The demo was hot. There was nothing else going on at the time. To pretend that Game Pass didn't take sales away, come on. That's just that's that's to put your head in the sand and to ignore all other all other factors. We can infer. We can infer from what happened on Steam and the fact that the press was literally telling people to not to, to cancel their pre-orders. The fact that the developers themselves were like, please don't do that. Come on. Butters with seven months of membership. I think Game Pass needs to be indies only. AAA will make their money regardless, and I think Game Pass would be a great price even without the AAA titles. Techno says, Denuvo DRM says the majority of sales from a game happens within the first two months of release, which is why they don't try to make their DRM unbreakable, but last at least two months. There's some good insight from anti-piracy software that they try to make it last at least two months because that's the height of the sales. There was a rallying cry of cancel pre-orders. That's completely assumption. It's not assumption distorted when people were publicly saying in droves that they were canceling their pre-orders. That's not assumption. That's evidence. (laughs) Your Honor, I present evidence A through AAZZ. Look at all these people on Reddit and forums and Twitter saying they're canceling their pre-orders. The defense rests. Like, that's all you gotta do. People, as soon as people heard, they canceled their pre-orders. That's evidence that they lost money. That's, that's evidence, objection, hearsay. That's evidence that they lost money. For how many games? 
If only for one, I don't care about that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, you will and have already seen a decline in AAA titles hitting Game Pass during their launch month. It's already happening. Like some sage prophet, I wandered out, waved a wand, and told you, I was like, this this, this is, I, I said it about Outriders, I said, this is a problem. Is that kind of a clickbait title? You don't clickbait. But is that a stretch to say? Or is it really not profitable? No, they made no profit, Brutal. Uh, I read a financial report. It's not clickbait, my man. I, I don't I do not do that. I don't do that. They didn't make profit. They didn't make profit. Amika Abu with a $5 tip says, How much down payment is Microsoft paying for AAA games that cost hundreds of millions to make? Can it be on, so it can be on Game Pass? Yeah, I don't know. And who gets the money, Amika? That's the better question. If it goes to the publisher... If it goes to the publisher from Square Enix's forums, I've already pre-ordered Outriders, but I would like to cancel my Xbox pre-order in light of the Game Pass news. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. I'm telling you, until we know they are make uh, what they are making from being on Game Pass, I'll assume they are blowing smoke. They just want more money. This was a financial report. What do you mean blowing smoke? Like people can fly is not out here running a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe. This was a financial report that that people were like, "Did you hear this? Did you hear the fact that they didn't generate enough money to recoup cost from last year? This isn't some PR thing. This is what? No, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't make a profit. <laughs> and to be like, Outriders is the outlier." All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, Kotaku. PSA, Game Pass members, cancel your Outriders pre-order. Yeah. March 15th of last year. The devs took the deal, so they had to have factored in their business plan. You're assuming the devs took the deal. What if Square Enix signed the contract? Don't you think the publisher is, has a bigger say in something like that? We don't know who signed the contract. And if, and if listen, if people can fly sign the contract, then they're kicking themselves. And any, listen, I, I have a hard time believing that they did, they signed the contract. It's got to be the publisher. It's got to be the publisher. Because they took to Twitter to basically like, don't cancel your pre-orders, please. <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> I know we just signed a contract. The ink is dry in the contract. You know, but we don't want you to do that. I, I got it. I got to think it's the publisher. I don't have proof in either direction, but that's my gut instinct. That's hard to believe, says Brutal Gear. I'm not saying it was uh, a, a great game, but it certainly had the making of at least profitable. Do you think revenue is pushed out because of Game Pass? Yeah. Yo, it's good, Anthony. They didn't profit until December 2021. They recoup most of the investment by Game Pass, reducing all risk. And they will turn a profit in 2022. What's the issue? No, no, that's not true, Hilly. Let me read you another great quote here. With the content being released in 2022, quoting from the actual reporting of the company themselves, there can be no assurance that net proceeds from the sale of Outriders in future periods will be sufficient for the publisher to recover the costs incurred and to pay royalties to the group. No, there is no guarantee that they're going to recoup cost. They literally admit that. Eugene just posted, yeah, if yeah, 
everybody, the Square Enix forums, GameSpot told be told people you should cancel your pre-order. Segment Next told people to cancel their pre-order. MP First, Outriders on Game Pass refunding pre-orders and bonuses and more. Right? Survivor reported on how to do it. Reddit was talking about it. Geekculture.com was talking about it. There were it was everywhere. You you I just I don't understand. Yeah, they're said to never expect a profit at this point. You I, stop taking it personal. It's not about making I'm not making Game Pass out to be a villain. Well, it's their fault for signing it. You're arguing with somebody who isn't here. There's no one in this chair or in this room saying that Game Pass is a villain. And poor outriders. No. It's a cautionary tale. This is not the environment for a big AAA title. If you do some kind of a demo, if you do some kind of early access and your game is a hit and you're seventh on Steam for pre-orders, you better not give people a reason to cancel or get out of their pre-orders. Your hypothesis revolves entirely around sunk cost fallacy. Are you just using big words that you think mean things that they don't mean? This has nothing to do with sunk cost fallacy. That, that no, that you're not even applying that term properly. Pre-order is the only part of the sale, not some separate revenue. So they would have not bought it or refunded when it was on Game Pass either way. What? what? That doesn't. That sentence doesn't even make any sense. Distorted. If it wasn't on Game Pass, you can't refund a pre-order unless the game hasn't come out yet. Like, the pre-order goes, the game launches, it's now your game. Objection leading, says Heavy Metal Mama. <laughs> what, are you, what are you even saying? It, it, if it wasn't on Game Pass, no one would have been able to refund. You can't just, you don't get to refund like crazy. Now, Steam, sure. You can refund on Steam. That that's a hundred percent true. We don't know what the refund uh, window was on Steam for uh, not re, uh, refund window saturation. Sure, you can. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Try and start refunding games you don't like on Xbox. Distorted. Let me know. Let me know how that goes for you. But genuinely, I want to know how successful you are. Steam, you have two hours, and and most of the problems with this game, they they they, they we were on PC. And a lot of them didn't hit till later because the opening of the game, everything ran well. It was mostly the demo. It was once you got out of that opening area that everything started going bad. Started having issues in some of those open areas and stuff. YouTube lurker with a five dollar tip. This is why PS Plus is better than Game Pass. On PlayStation, you get a demo. Devs knocks it out of the park and they make bank. I don't know if that's exactly the equivalency comparison I would go for, but I do think demos are superior. You can refund two games a year on Xbox. Brutal says, It sounds like people can fly gamble the natural release bump of revenue for protection with future Game Pass stipends and it didn't pay off. Microsoft cuts too deep, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I don't understand why they would even do it. They didn't have microtransactions set up. It made no sense to go on Game Pass. You don't have microtransactions. You load it up Microsoft, don't refund. I've returned several games on Xbox. They also generally look to see if you're under two hours or owned under 14 business days. It is pretty easy. <laughs> okay, so I want you to I want you to imagine with me then. You guys think that that game was so bad 
that the people that canceled their pre-orders because it was on Game Pass is equal to the number of people that would have played it and been like, I want my money back. Like, you gotta get to cyberpunk levels of bad for people to want refunds in droves. Outriders had problems. It was not a very polished game at launch, but it wasn't droves of refunds bad. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it received negative reviews, mixed reviews. It received good and bad. Some of us played for quite a while before we had a lot of significant problems. I remember being frustrated with PC performance. I switched to Xbox and it ran fine. I had almost no problems on my Xbox. It was deleting inventories. But was that at a point where they would have honored a refund, Zabir, is the question. The, 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 the deleting of inventories was happening, but I'm telling you, I covered that game, and for the first week, as long as you were on a console, it was playing just fine. It wasn't It wasn't a problem. I'm curious, actually, what I would love to see is the refund report from Steam. I want to know. I want to know what the refund report was on Steam, because that's primarily where Outriders had most of its problems. It was because of the direct... Oh, wasn't it the DX12 stuff? Like, it was trying to run DirectX12, and it was causing all kind of nonsense. Even Cyberpunk didn't have as many refunds as we would have thought. There's no way. Look at Anthem. It was objectively bad because of performance, but I didn't return it. I love Outriders. <clears throat> yeah, Anthem didn't have... Anthem had worse bugs week one than Outriders, and it didn't have droves of, of refunds. That's just... That's not a that's not a thing in console culture. That that's why that's why Cyberpunk was so unprecedented. Without Game Pass, what would have the matchmaking been like? Plus nobody wanted to play with Devastators. Yeah, but I don't know if Game Pass so listen to the logic you're applying, Hilly. If the game was that bad, Game Pass wouldn't have kept the game alive either because people would have jumped in, had a bad time and left. It's not like having Game Pass is an automatic player retention funnel. They'd have done. See what I'm saying? If you're going to claim the game was so bad, people would have refunded it like crazy and backed out really quickly. Okay, well, all of the reports about player based numbers point in the exact opposite. The game was doing fine for the first couple of weeks. This is why. Okay, think about traditionally, not traditionally, historically, how this game was covered. And we got three to four weeks out, and what were, what were the headlines? How much the player base had dropped? How many players they lost? First week they had all these players, and now all of a sudden everybody's gone. Okay, so Game Pass didn't help with that. Why? They had bugs. They had problems. The end game was jacked up. Devastators couldn't get any matchmaking. Right? You get it. You get enough weeks out, and then the chickens come home to roost. Like the game was not good. Nothing I have said this morning <laughs> is in defense of the game. Nothing I have said this morning is in defense of the game. What I have been saying is, if this game would not have launched on Game Pass. There is no way, to me, based on what we saw with the player base numbers, that there would have been this monsoon of people refunding it. That just doesn't that doesn't line up. Were people doing that on Sony? Were people doing that on Sony? Were they lining up to, to, to uninstall? I'm sorry, not to uninstall, but to get refunds? Because you gotta be within a certain window of time. It's 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 not about making Game Pass out to be the devil. I'm 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 saying Yeah, the audio is terrible, Red Rocket. It truly is bad. Lono, it sounds like you're saying the Game Pass conversion ratio is not great for AAAs. Microsoft Financial stayed otherwise with a 3.5 times increase in spending on average. Oh, yes, but, but, Sandy, 
that is likely referring to microtransactions, which is exactly why this was a terrible, terrible deal for Outriders. There was no microtransactions. Where are you? Where are you going to make your money? You know, like if let's say you got a little indie title, <clears throat> and there's DLC later that costs money, and there's there's microtransactions that might take place, and there's the sunk cost. Keep trying, Revive Farmer. One day that term will fit the argument. Today is not that day. That is not this day. The thing that made me stop playing is that 95% of the matchmaking put me in an instance with a person standing AFK at a hub. There were so many bad experiences as part of the game. I love your content, man, but the Game Pass lovers are going to come after you. The business model for dropping AAA third-party games doesn't make sense. When you hang on, go sit in the garage. <clears throat> Are you saying the business model for putting them on doesn't make sense, or the business model for no longer having them? Big AAA third-party titles are not coming to Game Pass anymore. They're gonna. It's gonna be super sparse. I, write that down. Write it down. I, I'm telling you right now. This is the beginning right here. This financial report's the beginning. The 3.5 is misleading, says Eugene. People that buy Game Pass are typically higher spenders anyways. It's correlation, not causation. The computer sucks and can't run Forza 5, but 4 is okay. Memory runs out on PC. Starfield? Starfield's not third party. Starfield's first party. You have to understand. See, this is the problem. You're so gung-ho in defending Game Pass, you're not, even, you're not even listening to what I'm saying, some of you. Listen, listen. Slow it down. Slow it down. Let's have a conversation. Let's not yell at each other. I've been, I've been, I've been yelling and, well, maybe not yelling. I've been ramped up. Third-party AAA titles will not be landing on Game Pass as often as they were before. And Outriders is a firm example of when it doesn't work. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Plague Tale? You think Plague Tale was a big AAA title? So, uh huh? There's no way if Elden Ring came out day one on Game Pass, it does not still make a profit. I disagree. You're, but you're running to an extreme example, which doesn't make your point. If you're the most popular, most anticipated game in history yeah they would still make a profit they'd make less profit though you tell 20 million people they don't gotta buy the game top of the feed this morning that's what I like to see that's what I like to see look at Horizon people were pre-ordering it in droves right Elden Ring would have lost a ton of money yeah you, you, you can't just because you make oh my gosh I want you to start a business and I want you to be happy with just sort of making profit. No, you make as much profit as you possibly can. Elden Ring would have lost money. Elden Ring would have made profit, but they would have lost at least 3 million sales from Microsoft players. Right, there's there's 18 to 20 million Game Pass owners, okay? How many millions of copies would they not have sold if they were on Game Pass? Game Pass is good for games that don't already have high anticipation. Outriders had tons of hype. It did not need Game Pass at all. Omax, that's such a great point. Yes. It didn't work because Outriders had an incompatible business model to take advantage of Game Pass. That's a them problem, not a Game Pass problem. 
Gee, Christmas. I swear you guys are defending your girlfriend's dress at prom. Like, you're not li- <laughs> I'm not saying that it's Game Pass's fault. Like, they're evil and they did something wrong or bad to Outriders. You're splitting hairs and being pedantic because you feel like I'm insulting your girlfriend. Listen, it's not a good system for big AAA third-party titles. It's good for indies. It's good for games to land when they're getting ready to launch a DLC. It's got so many things going for it, but it's not good at this one thing. If I tell you that your super hot supermodel girlfriend's bad at riding a unicycle, I've not insulted her. I've simply said, she's not very good at riding a unicycle. In this particular instance, she lacks the skills required. It just doesn't line up. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Game Pass is a wonderful deal. It's phenomenal. A friend of mine just got an Xbox. And I was like, brother, get on that Game Pass. You're going to have more games than you know what to do with. Your point is Game Pass is bad for games. Or at least AAA third-party ones. I 100% disagree. I've not said it's bad for games. I've said it's bad for triple a third-party games during their launch month that's what i have said there's so many conditions on that statement there's so many conditions on that statement a big triple a third-party title during its launch month how many conditions is that To, to to take it personal so what you're saying is game pass sucks I disagree. My girlfriend is trying her best on that unicycle. It's so specific. I am being so specific. It's, it's, that launch month is so important. Look at the basic economics of the gaming industry and try to tell me that Game Pass is not a torpedo in the side of the boat if you're some big company with a huge budget and during your launch month, the game is free on one of the big p- platforms out there to 20-something million people. Come on. I'm being so conditional. I should never try a unicycle, <laughs> especially with a sprained ankle snow. <laughs> During launch month, of course, the easy solution is to have people in your company that understand when to make the business decisions like accepting deals based on Game Pass. That's everything I'm talking about today, Distorted. Everything I'm talking about today is going forward you you will see a different strategy from big companies when they look at Game Pass. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, like, not once have I tried to act like Game Pass is bad. Like, you're thinking, this is the internet, so we're, we're, we're so prone to thinking dichotomously. Like, Game Pass is either as pure as the driven snow and basically Jesus, or it's the devil. Like, no! It can be good and bad. It depends on the situation. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like uh, cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper is good in the right meal, but don't put it in your coffee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's times where it's not fitting. You know, it's times where it's not fitting for a company to be on Game Pass. That's the whole crux of the argument. And I believe Outriders will have an effect on the future of Game Pass offerings. That's the point. If Game Pass isn't good for a AAA game, then why did Square put it on Game Pass? Did they not have faith in the game, or was it a cash grab? 
You'd have to ask them. Your argument is the exact opposite. Game Pass is so good for consumers that it's a detriment to AAA games released on it. Yeah, which is... What? That's what I'm saying. Yes, AAA titles will have to land there very specifically. Okay, I want you to imagine something. Let's imagine that Outriders never launched on Game Pass. It had the exact same rocky launch, exact same problems, needed the exact same patches. Okay? Imagine if when they pushed out that big update a while ago where they really polished the end game, really sharpened up that content loop, they added the transmog and all of that. It's actually really, really good update. What if when they did that, they threw it on Game Pass? And then they said, oh, by the way, we got big things coming next year. That is when Game Pass is a massive, helpful tool to a game. It's all in when you do it, right? It's like it's like saying I love you in a relationship. It's all about when you do it. <laughs> do you want to do you want to do that on the first date? It's probably you're going to you're going to have a bad batting average if you say that on the first date. Unless you find somebody that's crazy that's like I love you too. Good, great. Now you've you've met the psycho in the room. So, it's all about when you do it. It's all about when you do it. None of none of this is game pass bad. It's Whoa, you've got to be careful with that, man. It can really, really hurt your game. All those updates and opportunities to bring players in, nope, Game Pass is in the way. Just make Game Pass deal with a clause of removal after three months. Are you at it after three months? That also doesn't help. (laughs) You are wrong about Cayenne Peppers, Derek. What did he say? I put it in my coffee and it melted just fine. (laughs) Emika Abu with a $5 tip. Elden Ring made way less profit on Game Pass than on PC, PS4, and 5. Game Pass players are conditioned to not buy games. Trials and demos are needed. Thank you for the 5 spot. They wasn't on Game Pass though. Elden Ring wasn't on Game Pass. Are you saying if it was... What do you mean, Cayenne Pepper with Rageous Dark Rose is the only way? Speaking of coffee, we haven't gotten a coffee order today. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never had coffee with balanced acidity, this is not a sponsor. I'm not paid to say this. This is literally my coffee. It's my it's my business. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. There we go. Rageous Rose, use the coffee command in chat uh, or the coffee link in the description below, right? Oh, shush, you said it back, Lono, and down on one knee. I did nothing of the sort. This is fake news. We also have had one new member today. We need about six new members a day if my wife's going to play Elden Ring end of the month. And members, don't forget, this Friday night is community game night. Halo Infinite custom games. I don't care if you're not a Halo fan. It's free on Steam. It's free on Xbox. Install it. We got Expery. He made our custom games in the past. He's going to be cooking up some new custom games for us again. So make sure you're here Friday if you're a member. Five bucks a month goes a long way, and we give I think we give a lot of great stuff to the members. If you're not a member, don't worry. You're still getting multiple shows a day totally free. Robert says, I'm drinking the Dark Roast right now. If I was home, I'd add cayenne just to prove Lono wrong. Dark Roast tastes like pepper. <laughs> Light Roast is lovely. Thank you, Hilly. I don't blame Game Pass, to be fair, says Frank. I blame Square. 
It's good gameplay with a terrible story and an awful voice acting. It's far too cheesy. I turned it off after about four hours. Also buggy AF. Well, that would be on People Can Fly, not Square. Square is the publisher, not the developer. I don't have the means to play Halo. I'll have to sit in this one out. Okay, Hex. I've asked this previously, said K. Billy, but is there a definitive data that shows Game Pass caused profitability issues for Outriders? Isn't this all speculation without knowing the details of the Game Pass contracts? Listen, listen. If you don't think... <laughs> if you don't think AAA titles... Look at all the factors. Okay, just, just track with me, K. Billy. Just track with me. Look at all the factors. Developers and publishers know that during the first one to two months is when they get most of their sales traditionally. Now, sometimes that lasts longer, but even Techno this morning told us that DRM protections usually shoot for two months of protection because that's when a game gets most of its sales and protecting the game from piracy, that would you know that's super important. Those two months are super important. So developers and publishers know that during those first two months, you want to get as many sales as possible. Game Pass is literally a barrier for sales because you don't have to buy the dadgum game, okay? So take that into consideration. Take into consideration the way the gaming world reacted when people can fly and and when it was announced that Outriders would be on Game Pass. Look at the way the gaming world responded. Articles telling people to cancel their pre-orders, videos, Reddit posts, forum posts, the consumer did what the consumer does best. They got the most for their money. That's what the consumer is supposed to do, okay? They got the most for their money. And the, and the gaming world and the gaming press made it very clear, hey, you can cancel your pre-order of this game. Add that, so add the profitability window during the first two months. Add what the gaming world did when, when Outriders came known to be on Game Pass. And then look at the fact that Outriders didn't make a profit how many how many games lately have announced that how many big triple a title games with a really successful demo and a really big marketing budget are like yeah we didn't make profit how how many right add all that up i think developers and publishers are going to look at all those pieces that i just outlined and they're going to say yeah no thank you it's more important for us to get a ton of sales during the first couple of months you're assuming that there were enough Game Pass users that would have bought Outriders to affect profitability. I didn't say that it would have automatically affected it. I'm saying it had an effect, and the industry's going to respond. Yo, fats with a $2 tip. I was paid to say Rageous Roast Toffee. Mmm, chewy. <laughs> Shut up. I'm saying, I'm making a prediction, okay? I'm making a prediction. Based on everything that I outlined, my prediction is that AAA third-party titles will be landing on Game Pass way less often in the first month. That's my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen. It's an interesting subject, says Short Change Hero. A game like Rocket League launched on PlayStation Plus for free and was a massive success mainly due to microtransaction shop, do you think that should have that could have helped Outriders? No. A microtransaction shop wouldn't have done anything because the game didn't do well. It's not about... I'm not sitting here acting like Outriders would have been just fine and gotten 10 out of 10 and 5 stars and would have been amazing and had all made all this money if it weren't for Game Pass. I'm saying Game Pass is a part of this equation and a lot of other game companies are going to take that into consideration. 
<clears throat> Outriders would have struggled with a micro store. It would have struggled with a micro store because it would have it, it it struggled to maintain a player base. Like if you're if you're struggling to maintain a player base, if you are struggling to maintain a player base, then you're not going to make money from your from your from your micro store, right? I remember when people get got really really upset with. They got really, really upset with um, Anthem because Anthem had this. Um, uh, what is this? We were here forever. You and your partner coming out tomorrow. Check out the trailer. First impression of the game. Let us know if you'd like some review keys. I don't. Is that co-op only though? Is that we were here forever a co-op only game? I wouldn't be able to play it tomorrow. I'd have to I'd have to try and record co-op if it's a co-op only game. I remember people getting really upset about Anthem to go back to my train of thought. They saw those early screenshots of the Anthem store and I said, "Listen, listen. No, the, the, the micro store doesn't matter. The micro store doesn't matter. They're not going to sell a single micro transaction if the game isn't good. It, it doesn't matter." If you have a successful content loop and a successful customer funnel, then we can start talking about the micro store. Let's let's just say Anthem launched and they had I don't, like brass knuckles for your your player that were barely visible and they cost $100 and everyone's like this is just unconscionable. $100 micro tra- who cares? It doesn't matter if the game sucks. Like the Anthem Micro Store never mattered once that once once the gameplay content loop was seen for what it was. There was no end game. I stopped arguing with your point, Lono, when I heard you talking about the stipulation of the first month. I'm in agreement with you that launching day one on Game Pass games. Yeah, for me, distorted. I think Game Pass could be a huge asset for games like Outriders. They've got to do it at the right time. And that's why I'm saying going forward, if you're on Game Pass and you think, oh man, let's, we really, we're really gonna, we're really gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna launch on Game Pass and all, I'm sorry, if you're on Game Pass and you think you're gonna be getting all these big launches, like first party, AAA, I'm sorry, AAA third party titles, I don't think so. I think you're gonna have to wait. I think you're gonna have to wait. You're not gonna be getting those big titles anymore. I think you're gonna get a lot of indies and you're gonna get Microsoft's titles during their launch weeks. I second Daniel's question. How did it do on PlayStation? No Man's Sky is an example of sticking out. I don't know how it did on PlayStation. I don't know. The canceled pre-order effect sales? Yeah, like, I don't think this is about Sony versus Xbox. This is about... There is a funnel... Okay. Let's go to other predictions that I've made. I have talked about how... Microsoft's approach to blurring the line between consoles and PC and focusing more on the ecosystem. I've been talking about that since like 2017. I told people back during one of the E3s, it was either 2017 or 2018, I said, Microsoft's blurring the line between the platforms because if they can do that, they can claim that their platform reach is this Xbox, this Xbox, and PC. I saw that coming a mile away from their marketing, all right? And here we sit... And what's going on? They refer to the Xbox ecosystem, xCloud, Play Anywhere. They're trying to get into the. They're trying to make you think of them as 
the box in your living room and your PC and your mobile device, okay? They're blurring that line. And I have said that Microsoft will have an impact on the industry because of that. Many people will start thinking, I don't understand, Sony. Why can't I play my games everywhere? This doesn't make any sense. That's such a great offering that Microsoft has. Microsoft's Game Pass is basically setting its sights on being the Netflix of gaming. This is something that I've said many, many times. You're going to turn on your television and bam, right there baked into your smart TV is going to be the, the, the Game Pass hub mobile devices and everything else that's the future for the microsoft ecosystem and i have said that will impact the industry now you can't sit there and hoot and holler and cheer for all those predictions with your microsoft and your xbox tattoos and then be like oh but what happened with outriders won't have an impact on the industry at all you're being incredibly selective what happened with outriders will impact the industry it will impact the strategy that people implement going forward with a funnel like that. That funnel, that Game Pass funnel, is already impacting the industry. It already is. The Game Pass affect PlayStation sales as well? No, I don't think so. I have yet to even make the argument that Outriders wasn't profitable because of Game Pass. I have not made that argument. I think Game Pass played a part. I don't think Game Pass is the only culprit. I think glitches and bugs during the first couple of weeks was a problem. I think deleting people's inventories was a problem. I think the sputtering and the, and the skipping and the terrible performance on PC was a problem because the demo didn't do any of those things. I think the game had plenty of problems that affected its profitability and its consumer reception. Right? Oh, I didn't thank Coyote. Coyote with a $20 tip. This is a sponsorship. I am being paid to promote the Rageless Roast Coffee. <laughs> Sorry I didn't call that out, Coyote. I apologize. I hope you're still here. That was a while ago. Oh my, I am so dumb. It could have. Dual system owners would have played on Xbox. Xbox fanboys praised Outriders at launch, saying Game Pass was great. Now because the Outrider sales hurt the devs, now the game sucks. Yeah, the game the game was getting lots of praise. The demo was so successful that it was it was the seventh it was on the seventh top ordered list on Steam. On the sales charts on Steam, it was in the top seven. Off of pre orders. It wasn't affected by Game Pass. Forza was on Game Pass. They had 11 million people in a week. Yeah, you're not even you you're not even stepping onto the landscape of the argument. We're not talking about player-based numbers. We're talking about profit on a game that Forza's first party by the way. So again, you're not interacting with my prediction or my statements. The whole Xbox don't buy games thing started with Game Pass. When people started seeing declining game sales on Xbox. Where, where are you finding evidence for that, Corey? I blame three-player squads as vengeance. Can we please go back to four-player squads as a standard? I'm tired of being the uh, being the odd man out. Yeah, I wonder sometimes if when people try to when people try to capitalize on some, on on a unique oh we're gonna do three instead of four. What, why? PlayStation Plus isn't bad either, says Rhett Mitchell on TikTok. PlayStation outplays Xbox in my defense. 
I yeah, I think it's going to remain to be seen what the reception is of the PlayStation Plus thing. I, I think it's going to do very well. Doctor Dinglenut says we had uh, we had an odd man when we played. Yeah, I think four mans is common. I think it's acceptable stance to say launching on Game Pass at the very least has good potential of being bad for a game, but coming to it after a period of it being out can be beneficial. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Loot River on Game Pass is great. Yeah, it looked really good. Outriders burned me after how bad Devastator was, said Sven. I checked out after I was getting two shot by enemies when my friends were wiping everything solo. Yeah, exactly, Colin. Volume of players does not necessarily affect profitability. If you're just tuning in, we're hitting some good numbers today on Monday morning. we got a lot more gaming coverage and topics for you today. Right now, we're talking about Outriders made no profit and I am postulating that Game Pass is partly to blame vote on the poll Outriders made no profit is Xbox Game Pass partly to blame 65% saying yes out of 410 votes so cast your vote if you don't like the poll on mobile you can touch the three dots and close it so it's not there good morning cat good to see you All right, Sven, if you were getting two-shot as a devo, you were just built wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't have been dying that fast, but there was definitely a sense in which the Devastator could not keep up. And one of the main reasons he couldn't keep up is he didn't have bullet skill. And when you don't have a bullet skill, when you don't have a bullet skill, you you end up, like, okay, think of it this way. You have to be doing damage and getting kills to have uptime on all your stuff. If you're not getting damage on anybody or getting any kills because they're getting wiped by all the bullet skills, you have no uptime on your abilities. Is Netflix bad for films? I mean, that's not what I'm arguing. I didn't say Game Pass is bad for games, so asking that question presumes a point I've never made. I've actually made a contrary point and said that Game Pass is incredibly for is incredibly good for games when utilized properly. So... I've not once tried to make a sweeping judgment, you know? I think people really, really struggle with nuance. I really do. I think some of you guys really struggle with nuance. You think, oh, it's oh, he's anti-Game Pass, he's anti-Microsoft, and you immediately pick a dichotomy. Oh, he must think that Game Pass is bad for games. No. I've, I've said ten times over, it's incredibly good for games when utilized properly. It's, it's, not, a bad, it's not a bad funnel at all. It's bad for a third-party AAA game during its launch month. Especially, especially if you don't have any microtransactions. They made things worse for themselves, if you think about it. The film industry is not dumb enough to fall for this crap, says Creature. Look at Netflix's financials right now. Yeah, I don't really know if you want to invoke Netflix as as a shining beacon of a subscription model. They're hurting all of a sudden because consumers want the lowest possible price point and the most possible value, and Netflix was giving them tons of that, and it was very expensive. Streaming was bad for the Black uh, the Black Widow movie. That's why ScarJo sued. Yeah, yeah, they 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 she had every right to sue. HBO Max stopped new releases. Yeah, they make you wait like two months. Exactly, Eugene. They tried it. They tried it like what once? They tried it with Dune, didn't they? Was it Dune or something else? They're not they have not done it since. HBO's like, yeah, you gotta wait two months. 
<laughs> they don't they don't do it anymore. They did it like once or twice. They immediately stopped. Lono is definitely a Sony fanboy, but he does praise Microsoft fairly often. I'm not a Sony fanboy. I am not like saying that is just so disingenuous and so inaccurate. I am a fan of games. I am. And I shredded Sony when they weren't going to honor the free upgrade on Horizon. I shredded them for that. That's not something a fanboy would do. I, I was really harsh on Sony back when all that crap happened. I was like, you guys better honor this. This is ridiculous. There's not any of my content that could be claimed, well, use a Sony fanboy. I'm pro gamer and pro games. Like, I'm not a fan of any of the platforms in any particular order. I go where the good games are. I will make a sweeping judgment, a swiping judgment. In a West, in the Western consumer will pay pennies and the big overseer company will screw the smaller companies. People will champion the big overseer. I'm not sure what you mean. Sony, since Jim Ryan has been making mistake after mistakes. Lono's a fan of only one thing and it's Zubair. Everyone is learning the subscription pain points. As long as they do and make their business decisions, these cases that did with the with the cases that didn't work out, then subscription services will be just fine. We should pull the question: Is Lona uh, Sony or Microsoft fanboy? No, I have no interest in that. I don't see how Game Pass is bad for devs. I've never once said it's bad for devs. I haven't played a Game Pass game this year. Nothing I want to play. Uh, many dipped into Halo. And Forza Horizon 5 in January, but that's it. I've not once said it's bad for devs. I've never once said that. Sorry, guys. My poor joke made Lono monologue. I love you, Lono. And no, you're not a Sony fanboy. Well, but the way you phrased it, don't put that out in the ether. Shredded Sony for Horizon, but shredded consumers not paying the extra 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I shredded both. I shredded both, Robert. That's exactly right. Yep. Because consumers can be stupid, and so can Sony. It's, it's, yeah, they both can be stupid. Yep. Yeah. There was no inconsistency in my position, Robert. Calling Sony to do what was right and stick to their word and calling consumers stupid, I was completely consistent in my position. Sony trotted something out that was meant to be a value for consumers that were buying the game on PS4 and then later upgrading. They were removing the barrier of people being like, I don't want to buy the game until I get a PS5. And they were like, we're going to remove that barrier for you. And a bunch of PS5 owners and a bunch of game press idiots were like, hey guys, here's a loophole. (laughs) Get your PS4 out of the closet, plug it in and update it and buy the game on the PS4. That's not what it was intended for. So yes. Yes. Sony should stick to their word and consumers shouldn't be cannibalistic and stupid. Yeah. I I think both can be true. That was so dumb. That was so incredibly dumb. It's just as dumb as canceling your pre-order on a game where you enjoyed the demo. You're like, I enjoyed the demo. Here's your money. You won my confidence in your product. I'm going to give you money for the game. Oh, I can play it for free? Give me my money back. Give me my money back, you freaking chump. 
Like, come on! This reaction is so weird. Lono's making a nuanced point that flies high over his guess. My guy Lono is on Xbox for years. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I most of my gaming library on console is on is on Xbox. For the record, I'm a fan of only one thing, and that is Dark Roast. <laughs> You're referring to the post-launch comments. We're almost a year out from that. The president said he was to investors what i'm not sure what you're talking about being pro industry and pro gaming isn't the same as being pro consumer or pro business i'm not quite sure what you mean it's human nature to not pay for things that are free yeah yeah they, they, like listen listen you know creature creature has said similar things periodically to to, to you guys right he said similar things it you like the show? You like the show? Well, then support it. And if you don't, don't be surprised if it goes away. Right? The Days Gone guy said the same thing. He's like, if you like a game, support it. And if you don't, don't be surprised if it doesn't get a sequel. Right? Right? It's it's it's, it's basic logic. Like, you, you have to think beyond just saving the money. You have to think about what consumer practices could lead to a degradation of the industry or a devaluation of the products that you receive. Like, imagine, imagine what that would do. A perfect example. Look at what it does to food quality. Look at what happens when you drive price down and you drive convenience up. What happens? The quality of the food goes down. Are you going to try and tell me that a McDonald's cheeseburger is as good as going to, like, an actual five-star world-class restaurant? They've got ground beef Angus from a cow that was alive two days ago. What's the better quality food? So if if you create an industry of fast food gaming then you will end up with a devaluation of the of the products themselves and the consumers will turn around and they'll blame and they'll try and blame the the industry and it's like no 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 you were a part of the dance as much as they were <clears throat> being a pro consumer means game is infallible means game pass is infallible and being pro business or devs game pass is hoard to the industry being pro gaming is flowing with the industry user usage and devs being funded oh I see what you're saying just popping in to say hi Outriders uh, totally flop because Game Pass so many people cancel their pre-orders because of it thank you Greenside I don't think it's all on Game Pass I think Game Pass played a, played a, played a role they played a role It's not a loophole. It's an own goal and a big one. They made it. It is a loophole. It 100% is a loophole. It's a loophole, Hilly, because people were literally figuring out how to do it online because they didn't have a working PS4 anymore. It's literally like, hey, all of you PS4 owners out there, if you buy the game on your PS4, don't worry. You can upgrade for free. And all these PS5 owners are like, oh, let's go to the internet Let's uh let's go to the internet and buy the PS4 version and then when it downloads on our PS5 we'll get to upgrade for free. That's a loophole. Yo, what's good, Ben? I just think it launched on unfi- unfinished. Yeah, I said this earlier, Ben. I don't think this game would have been a huge hit. It's not like Game Pass torpedoed the game. 
The game had problems. The game had poor reception. The game had fast player exodus. All these things happened, okay? That's not on Game Pass. I'm talking about profitability. Game Pass played a factor and played a role in the game generating profit. That's all I'm saying. And going forward, you're going to see more games consider that. Imagine if Outriders would have launched and went through the exact same process that it went through. And then, when they made all the updates and a lot of the fixes, like recently when they added Transmog and all that, if they would have thrown the game on Game Pass at that point in time, look what happens. You get all these people flooding the game. Word of mouth spreads. Dude, I got that game on Game Pass. It's actually good. They made a ton of fixes. It's in a great place right now. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Oh, and look what you have now. Now you have a captive player base or an interested player base and in walks World Slayer. Yeah, you want to, you want this? Yeah, it's $40. It's a $40 expansion. You're basically buying a completely overhauled, upgraded version of the game with this huge new end game loop. Of da, 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 da. And that would have been significantly better for the game. Because then the people jumping in would have talked about how much better the game was, word of mouth spreads, all those people that bought the game would have been like, well, I guess I'll go back. I, I saw a trailer and all these people that jumped in with Game Pass are, are saying it's good. They're saying it's great again. Game Press would have got behind it. You know? Game Pass breathes new life into Outriders would have been the headline. So th- this, this conversation is not about the the badness of Game Pass is about if Game Pass is misused by the industry, like if the publishers are the ones signing the deal, okay, how bad will this be long term? You'll have publishers signing deals for games that hurt the profitability of the game. Guess what the... Oh my gosh. Think of how freaking sinister this is. If the money went to Square, Square can turn around and say, we don't have to pay you royalties. Because we didn't recoup enough in the sales according to the contract. And the contract with between Square and People Can Fly might have zero consideration about any deal that they made with Microsoft. So they get a lump sum from Microsoft to throw it on Game Pass. That has no bearing on the profitability of the game. And then Square can turn around to, to People Can Fly and say, we don't have to pay you royalties. So they sabotage the sales of the game while making money from Microsoft and get to turn around and say, oh, we don't have to pay you royalties. If if that's what happened, then how do you look at that and be like, oh, no, that was great. That was a great deal. Then people should be very, very leery of this in the future. <clears throat> it's a cautionary tale. It's like, oh, my gosh. You're an hour behind. Heard a rumor on an Xbox podcast that the Outriders DLC will be dropping on Game Pass, and then we'll know what the company thinks of Game Pass. No. You guys found some trickery to get three years of Game Pass for $180. You guys detailed how you were doing it in the Discord. Don't make me pull the records. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if the Outriders DLC is going to be on Game Pass. I thought people said that you could pre-order it right now. The same fanboys protecting Game Pass praised Outriders at launch. Well, it was actually I played it on I played it on my Xbox and I had no I had almost no problems. The biggest problem on Xbox was I was playing on a Series X and if I played with people who were not on a Series X, I had to I had to I had to experience their load times. 
Lono, are you saying that people should have kept their pre-orders instead of going for the free offer? That's the fault of the seller, right? Of course, a consumer can't complain if it fails. Right, Russell. I'm not turning around in the, in the Game Pass instance and saying, oh, how dare you cancel your pre-order? That's just being a good consumer. You're like, well, I'm saving money. I'm, I'm literally paying for Game Pass. Why would I not cash in on the benefit? That's not... I, I took issue with people doing the loophole on Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Horizon Forbidden West to save $10. That irritated the freaking fire out of me. A couple million people probably did that. Canceling an order because the company's now offering a different option is not a loophole. Yeah, I never said that was a loophole. I was talking about the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 thing with Forbidden West. That was a loophole. That is not what that was intended for. I think the onus is on the business to protect its own interests. As a consumer, I should protect my own. It's an adversarial system. Right, and the biggest problem with gaming is we don't know if the publisher made the decision or the developer made the decision. That's the issue, is we're not dealing with one entity, we're dealing with two. We paid $50 for games that were almost never longer than 8 hours 3 decades ago. Now we pay 40 to $80 for games that roughly last 20 plus hours, and we're all ticked about it. <laughs> when they promised a free upgrade, how is that our problem that the game got delayed? What are you talking about, Train? What game got delayed? I'm not sure what you're talking about. How many Square games have launched day one on Game Pass since Outriders? They publish a lot. Yeah, that'd be a good question. How many Square Enix games have come out since Outriders? If you're just tuning in, we've been discussing Outriders made no profit. I think Game Pass played a role. I'm not blaming Game Pass. I'm saying I think think Game Pass played a role. I think it's going to impact how many AAA third-party titles land on Game Pass going forward. I think a lot of other companies are going to look at the situation and they're going to think differently. I've been uh, learning about all all that was in those Nintendo cartridges. Some games had extra processing in the cartridge. That's crazy. That's really cool, though. And it makes sense. It makes sense. To give to give the the game its own like extra oomph of processing, that's really cool. That that was even a thing. That's super forward thinking. Forbidden West was supposed to come out on the PS5 launch, hence the free upgrade to PS5. What? I don't think those are related, Train. Zelda had a battery to save. Yeah, yeah, like a watch battery inside the cartridge, didn't it? Yeah, the Nintendo 64 expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came with one of the Donkey Kong games, didn't it? I think like four or five since Outriders. Which ones do I know of? Zero, because they all failed. I think the broken demo on PC played a role too. Friends of mine downloaded it. It wouldn't open, and that's all I heard about the game. Yo, it's good, Expiry. Actually, the demo got tons of praise, Expiry. We just had found an article that the pre-orders for Outriders, it was number 7th on the Steam charts for sales. It climbed to number 7 on as pre-orders. The demo actually did very good. I'm sorry, did very well. 
Game Pass only has 25 million users, all with different tastes in games. You aren't going to see a majority of titles succeed until there's more Game Pass users. There was an article on why it offered the upgrade. That has nothing to do with my point, though, Train. If you owned a PS5, okay, and they're telling people that got Horizon Forbidden West on their PS4, no worries. We will honor your purchase and give you a free upgrade on your PS5. People that turned around and used that as a loophole to buy the game PS4 version on their PC or on their PS4, just freaking wear it like an adult. That was a loophole. You were not taking advantage of something that was intended for you. Own it like an adult. That's what you did. Have the integrity to be like, yeah, it was a total loophole to save 10 bucks. That upgrade has nothing to do with me. That was intended for PS4 owners so that they could have their purchase honored later. And I'm taking advantage of it. Own it. Like, have the intellectual honesty to own it. That's what irritated me about it. I was like, no, I'm buying the game at full price on my PS5. Because I love the devs and I love the game. And I'm going to support them with every dollar that I can. Because I think that's better for the industry. And when people got all upset about Ghost of Tsushima being like, hey, for 10 more dollars, you can get all these extra features in the director's cut and everybody whining like little babies, I said, you will hurt the industry if people like you get a foothold because you're communicating to the developers you aren't willing to pay for extra value. That's unhealthy for the market. You want to save money or wait for deals or do Game Pass? That's being a good consumer. But saying that you are unwilling to pay for more value is not healthy for the market. Because the developers are going to look at the extra development time that goes into all those extra great features that your PlayStation 5 can harness and they're not going to do it if the industry says, no, I don't prize that. I don't support that. Give me games for pennies. I think it was originally intended to be a PS5 launch game train. It was. They pushed it all back because of the chip shortage and because of the sickie. I would cancel my pre-order if I could for a free copy of Outriders. I would have done the exploit loophole for Horizon if I'd have bought it. Yeah, and that's fine. But you got to own what that is. You have to own what that is. That's that is a you are quite literally taking money from the devs when you do that. The devs did increase development time, increase bandwidth, increase value and quality investment into Forbidden West so it would run and look better and cooler on your PS5 and you're like, "I don't want to pay you for that." And if you and a couple million people do it, it's not healthy for the market. It's not healthy for that game. They got to take that loss on the chin. It's not, that's not, that's not good. That's not you taking advantage of a, of a sale or a subscription service. That's you literally using a loophole to take money from the devs. That's money that I believe they're owed. It was originally intended to launch and also be 60. So the original promise was intended to assure people their PS4 game would upgrade when they went to a 5. 
canceling the pre-order for something that ends up on Game Pass feels like you're just going to not you're just opting to not pay twice for something yeah soldier I don't have any I've I've drawn that distinction I don't have any problem with people canceling their pre-orders that's not the same as somebody using the loophole to get Forbidden West for $10 cheaper they're not one and the same I'm drawing a distinction the people that cancel their pre-orders that's just intelligent I'm saying Game Pass whoever signed that contract it was brain dead. It was like, you just secured a bunch of pre-orders and now you're... Ma- like, think about what that does to the consumer confidence. Wait a minute. Now that you've got my money, now you're announcing you're on Game Pass? It looked bad from every way you looked at it. It was a bad idea. I think the effect of Game Pass on Outriders is extremely overblown. The game was mediocre and broken and people simply avoided it altogether. Yeah, but if you look at pre-orders on Steam, I think the game was doing incredibly well. Demo into launch week demo into launch week it was doing incredibly well based on based on the the number of people who played the demo was actually very high and very impressive and pre-orders were so good that outriders was seventh on on the steam sales charts for pre-orders it was launching in a drought game pass played a factor i'm not saying it's the only factor it's a factor and i think more triple a third-party titles will take note and they're going to be like, no, thank you. No, we'll go on Game Pass two months from now when we're doing a big update or right before our second season or something. And then a bunch of free people will jump in and then they're going to want the new season and then we'll make money off of them. Why is it my responsibility to worry about the dev? I don't expect the dev to worry about me. They do what they can to get the maximum profit out of me. Yes. And I think communicating to companies that you're unwilling to pay for extra features will lead to the devaluation of those features, which will lead to a lack of their presence in the market, which is bad for games. So the people that were like, I don't want to spend $10 extra for all these extra goodies on Ghost of Tsushima. They did all this extra work so that it looked and ran better on the PS5. When you don't value that as a consumer... You don't get to you don't get to moan later about its absence in the market. You were a call you were a part of the cause. You're in the market as much as the companies are. Game Pass hurt Outriders because if Game Pass was not there, all pre-orders would have gone through and 99% would have not refunded. Yeah, the refund culture is not common on consoles. Even Anthem didn't have people refunding. It's like the crappy Groupon thing. Consumers literally giving money to BS middleman and killing the restaurant profit margin and then tipping like a jerk. It's terrible just to save a few bucks. 3.5 million player milestone on Outriders back in May, two months after launch. It's not a small game and on the way to being a franchise IP. Maybe. The financial predictions are that they'll never make a profit. That's the financial predictions about this game. I expect the devs to make a $60 game and I'm expected to pay 60. I would rather pay 70 and get a bunch of extra stuff. I would rather the devs look at the market and say, the market is supporting a $70 price point on games that have all this extra stuff. Let's build it. But if the market is saying no, we're going to use every loophole. We're going to use every shortcut. We're going to we're going to reject and get angry about an increase in price coinciding with an increase in value. Then the devs just won't do it. Yeah, fine. Everything's sixty. We don't want to build all that extra stuff if you're not going to pay for it. 
The question isn't about how many people complain about the $10 for ghosts. The question is how many actually paid. If people won't pay, then the market is spoken. If they complain, that's just noise. I'm, I'm, I'm saying those things interchangeably, Zubair. If the market doesn't support it, if the market doesn't bear it, then it won't happen. And if people turn around and get really angry, I bought my PS5 and none of these games are launching with all these great extra features. Yeah, well, the market didn't support it. What do you expect? Yo, Dan's a tastic with uh, with nine months of membership. Will you be carrying us to the new channel? Also, yay, seven months. Crazy, it's been already that long. Time flies. Yeah, I don't know why it shows you guys sometimes the wrong month number, but it's nine months. That's that's more than seven. Thank you, Dan's a tastic. Uh, and yes, we will be going over to Reforge Radio today. We will use live redirect, and it's gaming news. We are not doing the political discussions anymore. We have changed Reforge Radio into a gaming news show. This is more topic-driven. We pick a topic, and we, we we chew on it. That'll be more like me combing through every gaming news segment, every gaming news story that's out there. We do have a second talk show today on gaming, by the way. Tony and Bungie are getting investigated, and I want to talk about what does it mean with respect to the console war and Activision Blizzard and Microsoft, and it'll be good. But that's our second show. Your recent uploads on Reforge First Looks are popping off in my recommend. Oh, are they? Those are not recent uploads, I don't think. I think they're they've just been turned back on. A lot of those videos were are, are old. And we just turned them back on. Um, but that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Oh no, he did he did up he did re-upload. I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, creature must have done that t- today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sh- he's probably not doing those in your feed we'll see we'll see I'm not sure I, I don't think when he does big big mass uploads like that I don't think he puts them in your feed so if they're getting recommended to you that's good when's radio it'll be around 3pm eastern I see that little smile at the thought of an investigation into Bungie yeah well this is FTC this isn't what I would want <laughs> it's not what I would want it's not the state of California or I'm sorry in their case the state of Washington Okay, yeah, he didn't hit your feed. He's just re-uploading. I did shorts this morning as well. I did shorts this morning as well on Reforge just to see if they would hit the shelf, like hit the short shelf and then funnel people into the live show. It's hard to tell. I don't know why they're not showing um, their thumbnails, though. It's so weird. It's so odd that they do that. Um, uh... We're getting comments, though, at least on the one. That's good. That's good. Those shorts those shorts I did this morning are not hitting your feet either. <clears throat> Can I watch the Bungie News if I'm not a member? Yeah, we don't do members only on this channel uh, that often. It's only... We do an extra stream on Thursday afternoons and then Friday nights. The rest of the week on gaming is totally free. No, they're looking into Microsoft and Activision. So, my six suggestions below this video are all yours, including the Outriders stream from a year ago. Really? Well, all right. 
Deadly Dad Gaming says Game Pass is being used as a free trial service. So if Outriders was not meeting gamers' expectations, then tried it out on Game Pass. Of course, they would lose profit. Easy for gamers to not buy. Yeah, Sid, we made the official decision that having having the entire brand be gaming is a better decision long term. It was really bad long term to have one of the four channels getting into political stuff. It just it was really enjoyable. We had a lot of fun for two months, but fundamentally it wasn't good long term for the brand. I'll tune back in. I couldn't do the political stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We enjoyed it, but it's it wasn't a good plan long term. Um I'm not happy. It's pushing out girls with <laughs> Shut up, Zubair. People complain about $70 games, says Victor. My wife and I go out once uh, out for a nice dinner and easily spend 70 for the meal, drinks, and tip. And that's what? A few hours of entertainment? It just doesn't compare at all, Victor. I try to tell people that. I'm like, you... The, 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 what you get, what you get as far as value, the, the dollars to, to value, it's just insane. It's insane what you get. It's so it's so much for so little. Whose fees were getting messed up? My recommended didn't change, says Robert. Um, I'm glad radio is going back to gaming. I watch a lot of odds, and those didn't interest me. I appreciate that. That's we we know a lot of you guys just stayed quiet and let us do that little experiment. So, Butter says Babylon's fall is Square Enix as well. If you saw the recent news, it had one concurrent player. <laughs> Seems like Square is literally <laughs> failing left and right. I saw that. I saw that headline. My favorite thing about that. <laughs> There's so many things about that headline that I love. I love that someone was still playing. And I love that somebody was actively checking. Like, when's it going to get down to one player? When? <laughs> Just so they could report on it. <laughs> there is there is so much about that that I just I absolutely love that. It's so funny. There's one guy, just one player, man. And I I want him, him or her to be frustrated at the fact that where is everybody? Well, I don't I just, I've got no one to play with. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to read I want them to read the article and be like that's me I was trying to play I can't <laughs> I can't find anybody to play with don't make fun of me I love that game says vengeance <laughs> oh golly that's the real BR winner right there they're the true king yeah he he won he won the game. Talk about pay to win. <laughs> he won. Lufi says, I enjoyed the political stuff. It brought up talk- topics that were important need to be talked about. Uh, let's just pepper it in here and there. No, 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 no. That's not the plan going forward. We are not doing that. Imagine being that last guy. <laughs> he took last man standing. He, t- <laughs> he took last man standing literally. I will hold the line. <laughs> I will play. I will continue to play this game. Oh, golly. Uh, do you have a website pertaining to your coffee? Yes, it's ragelessroast.com. 
Uh, you loved Reforge Radio? I did too. It was fun, but we have to be intelligent. We have to be prudent. To be prudent is to consider the future. And it wasn't very prudent to, to, to have that. Even you guys that were supporting it, you were getting all kind of nonsense in your recommends, and I, I think it was hurting I think it was hurting turnout on gaming. Cause you were getting so much wild stuff in your recommends. Is a channel with a totally different name viable for other content? Oh yeah. We got four channels. Reforge Updates is doing great. Reforge Updates is doing phenomenal. Reforge First Looks could turn into an amazing little channel. And Reforge Radio, somebody said, well, we have call-ins today. We will, but call-ins are at the very end of the show. So those of you that aren't a big fan of call-ins, don't worry. It'll be relegated to the end of the show. I was getting burned out. It was a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, we the the, the reasonable intellectuals among us were, were having to carry the show on their backs. Like, it was just like we weren't getting a funnel of new reasonable people. You know what I mean? You do one topic about a swimmer and here comes the supremacy. <laughs> yeah that's right ratchet let them know that the coffee doesn't melt we've not sold any coffee yet today who's going to be the first order use that coffee command in chat or the link below could we get 27 more likes on the video as well let's hit 300 likes if you hit subscribe today thank you for doing so we appreciate you becoming a new subscriber to the channel subscribing is free so is hitting the like button do those free things consider becoming a paying member consider becoming a paying member it supports the channel directly and uh we are doing member initiatives all month long if we hit if we hit enough members my wife has to play elden ring and this friday night is community game night halo infinite custom games it's members only it's a blast i got expiry working on some games for us it's going to be so fun so now's a great time to jump in the member pool hilly says i want to be the last dude in halo infinite Hopefully it should happen in two to three months. <laughs> uh, call-ins in the round table returning? What year is it? I know, I know. We're, we're walking back We're walking back through a, a time portal. It's like on the next generation. That one player, mission updated, survive. <laughs> survive. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s face just pops up. Survive. Oh, if Reforge is everything gaming, a totally different brand for that different content, just enjoy the other content. Hitman, I am working on a podcast with Andrew Schwab. Those of you that know, I did an interview with him. I've been on his podcast a couple of times. The lead singer for Project 86. Andrew Schwab and I have become friends through weird circumstances, but it's awesome. We just had a really great phone call over the weekend. They're working on their final album, so he and I are a little bit touch and go right now. He's about to dive into vocal in a week, I think he said. And so um, he and I are going to launch a podcast that should scratch that itch, but it'll be its own brand, its own name. We are not going to have it attached to Reforge at all. It's something that he and I are partnering in. So that will get you that outlet for me. And yes, for those that were interested in the Daily Prodigal and sort of my story and my journey, we are looking into housing that somewhere else, not on YouTube. It'll probably be audio only, maybe through Patreon or something. We will cross that bridge. Give me a month of figuring out this new format of doing more gaming every day. I'm excited to do it, but like, let's get let's get that engine running first. Um... It was the stream about lying, says Quiet Shy. Your intro really made me realize how much research and work you did just for one stream. I was surprised, honestly, that you had the energy for it. 
Oh yeah, it was because I, I I have a I, I have a lot of pride about the the level of content that you're going to get from me, and I didn't want to do some haphazard BS show, and not having to do that is a bit of a relief. It was a lot of work, and now the way creature and I are going to do it is. Anything we talk about, if it's gaming related, it's going to hit a funnel. It's going to hit our updates channel as a four-minute video. It's going to hit gaming as a topic. It's going to hit radio as just a news segment. So radio is more about just news. Like, it's just going to be a lot of gaming news. We don't really do that here. It's not possible. Like, one video with one topic tends to do really well here. Radio is going to be a different experiment entirely. Can we do a radio show and just comb through anything that happened in the last, you know, 24 to 48 hours gaming-wise? Um, for the record, I state clearly that I literally asked about a roundtable coming back like one month ago and you lied to me. I did not lie. At the time, I didn't want to bring it back. We're putting the rage, we're putting, <laughs> we're putting reforged, uh, the reforged roundtable over on radio. Cause this show here, gaming, it's locked in. It's me. It's topic driven talk show hosted by me with gameplay. The roundtable doesn't fit here. The roundtable's going on radio. Radio's a radio show. We can have guests over there as well. You want me to interview somebody that you really like? You want to have somebody on talk about gaming or something? The radio show is perfect for that. Just casually name dropping that he was on a phone call with a rock star over the weekend. Lono, would 20-year-old be geeking out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way now. He's just a friend. But, yeah. Like, if I would have been, like, growing up, listening to them and going to their concerts, I, I worshipped them and him. I thought he was so awesome. I saw them probably 13 times, I think. I got into the double digits. ten Between 10 and 13 times. Yeah, I'd have been like, I can't believe it. But it doesn't feel that way now. He's just a, he's just a, he's just a bro, you know? He's just a homie. Lying again. <laughs> Lying, you liar. Uh, just to make sure we're on the same page, we're doing the mass member train for the channel change up this afternoon. Yes, Blindful Truth. Yes, that is what we are doing. Yes. And the Madam streams on radio will will be uh, end of this month. We'll do it on the last Monday of the month. Madam streams over there are going to be hysterical. You guys are going to love it. We'll talk about it this afternoon. And you interview Elon Musk? Yeah, sure. Let's book him. Let's book Elon. I'm sure he's not too busy. I'm sure he's not too busy. He's, you know, he's, he's probably got, he's probably got time to squeeze, pencil me in. There it is. First coffee order of the day. Two dark roasts to Zach. Thank you, Zach. Let's get another coffee order. Let's round it out. Get a nice even two. We've got two new members today as well. I don't know about becoming a member. What's in for me? I need value. I'm a Game Pass subscriber. (laughs) What do you think of Xbox's DRM issues? What, what are you talking about? What DRM issues have they run into? I've not seen anything. I'm sure he'll take questions from a guy wearing a Mario shirt. Yeah, why not? I don't know what's, what's so threatening. No problems, Zach. The dark is where it's at. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You and Zubair just became best friends. Um... MRI says, acting like your 2002 way of playing games is the norm among modern gamers is hysterical. It just proves how out of touch you are. What's Jeff saying? I don't need internet to play single player games or activate my PS5 console. Oh. 
Oh, is that what Jeff's taking issue? I can turn off the internet on my PlayStation and play any physical single-player game. It works just fine. Yeah, I don't think requiring the internet to, like, update... I just... I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I just think it's a... It's a... It's contextual to the era that we live in. Like, it's just... That's it. That's what... That, that's... that. You know what I mean? Have you seen Ride 4, a.k.a. First Person Real Life? The game looks so fire. I've no, I've not seen that. The Xbox uh, Live doesn't work on some servers. Some Xbox gamers can't access any of their games. Jeff holding the line against insults and condescension. I applaud you, sir. Yeah, you, you could you could turn the knob down a little bit, MRI guy. Gee, many Christmas. Like, there's there's a good way to debate people. You're currently not doing that. Speaking of the coffee, says Arch Enigma, I can happily say the light roast has agreed with me. Going to experiment with the dark roast. Oh, so that's someone in chat. If you're if you're a coffee drinker and you've never had coffee with balanced acidity, Arch Enigma, there are people who can't drink coffee because it, it hurts their stomach. He's like the third or fourth person to say, I can drink it. I can drink it because of the balanced acidity. So it's been going for a while. Yeah, I mean, with respect, with respect, MRI, You've come at me pretty strong, and I can take it, right? But I don't like you doing it, Chad. Chad's not here to be subjected to your your crassness, right? You want to be sharp tongued with me? Go for it. I'm 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 a big I'm a big guy, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> I can take it, but I don't like you doing it to Chad. That drives people off. It makes it seem like Chad's. Especially when you got a green name and a badge next to your name. It makes it look like, you know, the members are a bunch of bullies. Mm-mm. I've got at least two friends being affected by the Xbox DRM issues. Glad it's not just me. I'd be super ticked. So what's going on? They can't. So they can't play their game if, like, the servers are down because it can't update and say, oh, you own this? Is that what's going on? I have weird things happen sometimes. It's like, you... You, you don't own this game and then it like quickly fixes itself and I'm like what and then all of a sudden I'm in the game I've had that happen before and I'm like I, I don't I don't I don't know what's happening oh I'm not a bully says you bear I just think you're a sissy and I slept with your mom <laughs> give me your lunch money I love that you used sissy <laughs> That's so old. That's that that an old one. That was an old one. I mean, when you came into the conversation with wrong, outdated, biased information, there really isn't any point to get across, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. I guess people like MRI don't remember there are still people in places that don't have internet or reliable internet or maybe can't afford internet. Don't shame them, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the issue, isn't it? Like, whether, you know, internet's down, internet's having trouble, you live in a town where the internet kind of sucks, you know? Are you still doing hilly hijinks and play-togethers or vids together? Ratchet, Friday nights was tough on hilly. It was drastically needed. It really, really helped me, okay, get through a pretty rough year. And he's a great dude and a great friend, and he'll make appearances again, but it was too disruptive to his personal life. He was up until, you know, four in the morning drinking and laughing with me and then Saturday's a day with his family just like Saturday's a day for me. But I get to go to bed at midnight and wake up at eight and spend the day with my family and I'm fine. 
it was too disruptive to his personal life. I wouldn't have been able to do that. My wife would have killed me. Like, what are you doing? What do you mean you're going to stay up till four in the morning drinking with a friend, right? Not just once, but like every weekend. So he had to step away. So Friday nights has turned into a members only madam stream where madam and I play through games and it's hysterical. If you've, if you've missed them, you can become a member and watch the VODs. And one Friday a month is members only uh, community game night. And that's what this Friday is. Halo Infinite. Jeff is correct though. You can play games on PS5 without the internet while on Xbox you can't, even physical games. Matanagi says, I've had it happen. Uh, It only ever happens with digital games. And your Xbox profile isn't set to the Xbox main profile. I've never had it happen to me when my profile is set as the main. Also, what's up? What's up, Matanagi? What do you mean you're going to be up until 4 a.m. with some guy on the internet? (laughs) I completely support Hilly's decision to step away from the show. Like, I was like, yeah, you can't keep doing this. So, I'm sure he'll make an appearance, you know, maybe he'll reappear and we'll do some kind of a celebration, you know, when it works out for him. So, we'll see. I'm sorry, Chad, it's 2022. My Atari needs internet to play Space Invaders. (laughs) MRI Jeff is, uh, I'm sorry, Jeff is correct though. Oh, you can play games on, oh, okay, you're, okay, I already read that. I'll do a shot of Kraken if you bowl a strike. Madam proceeds to immediately get a strike. She hadn't gotten a strike like all night. That she, I I totally got hustled. That was such bull. I I told her, I said, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. She's like, why'd you do that? I was like, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. There was no way. I was like, you haven't hit a strike all night. <clears throat> I would never live somewhere where I don't have or at any time possibly have internet so these things don't bother me yeah well some people don't have a choice yo five months from Wolvie creature quit licking all them dregs and getting my uber says Wolvie welcome back Wolvie Fonzo Chesspain says Lono the second part of the name is getting dropped I just wanted to put it there so you could know who it was. Oh, I'll call you Fonzo then. I like that. Alfonso, but just Fonso. Fonso. Might as well not bother. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I've learned a word the kids use, smoke show. It means very attractive individual. I'm a big fan. A smoke show? That's not bad. If you get enough members and money, could you and Madam Star Wars the Skywalker Saga? We did. We played that uh, twice. One of the VODs had to get deleted, though, because it got it got copyright claims on it. But we already did some of the Skywalker Saga ratchet. If we get enough members, my wife has to play Elden Ring. So right now, we're like 13 members away from unlocking an emote. 500 members. If we get to 600 members before this month is over, she has to play Elden Ring. She's been talking an awful lot of smack, and I want to make her play it. So we need people, we need people to dig down and do it. I get, I get, tons of people can't do membership. I get that. If you can, please help me make my wife play Elden Ring. Five bucks a month adds up, man. If a lot of people do it, it really adds up. Um. And so does the coffee order. So thank you for the coffee orders. Those of you that regularly order the coffee, we appreciate that very much. <clears throat> mm. 
And we do have multiple shows planned today. The second show, the second show is about uh, Sony Bungie deal, and then we will go over to radio. There's a ton of news, a ton of news that I'm actually interested in covering, but <clears throat> we couldn't we couldn't do it as a lead topic. There's stuff like Titanfall three and stuff. We need to be able to buy people members. That is supposedly coming. That is supposedly coming. Is it just me or is the only game that's promising to you right now Ashes of Creation? Ashes of Creation looks really good, but there's plenty of other games coming, supposedly this year. Yeah, oh crap, the wind knocked out the cable. No internet, no game. Right. Guess my router is fried and I need a new one. Internet provider can't get me one for a few weeks. Guess I'm crap out of luck if I want to play this single player game. Fonzo says, I've had family over a few weeks ago. Internet went out uh, on them while wife and I were at work. They did nothing but watch YouTube on their phones all day. Just the idea that you need internet to play games which don't need internet disturbs me and it's something I can't even support. I live in Florida, says Jeff. A good hurricane wipes the power out in the internet. You can go a couple weeks before the internet gets restored. Yeah, because they'll get your internet, they'll get your power back on in, you know, 48 hours. I mean, at least they're supposed to. Within reason, they're supposed to be able to do that. <clears throat> being reworked all the reviews when things are completed and ready I'll push them out in full view but it takes time oh you guys are asking questions about what's going on with um yeah 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 what's going on with all the various channels yeah it's gonna take like a month and then everything will look really pretty and really sensible um so Net coming back way before the power. Oh yeah, I guess down there it might be different. Up here, power comes back really quick. <clears throat> I've lost internet twice this year because the cable at the pole became disconnected. Each time it took two days to get the tech out to fix it. Distorted woke up this morning and chose savage violence. Sounds like a pretty crappy place to live then to me. <laughs> You can't control that stuff. Distorted. You remember when I first moved into my house? <clears throat> it's a... G- <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a gorgeous neighborhood. Gorgeous. <clears throat> there we go. It's a gorgeous neighborhood. Super friendly. Really nice. Dead end streets. It's beautiful, right? And we had this really weird stuff happening with the internet where my AT&T would drop the second needed signal. It took like three or four texts to finally figure it out. I had no I had no, I had no control over that. Like, I bought a house thinking it's, it's 2020. When I bought it, it was 2020. It's 2020. I, I should be able to get fairly good internet in my home. And I had to, and it was out of my control. If it's not uh, common where you live, you control it by not living there. Sounds pretty cut and dry. Tell me you've never bought a house without telling me you've never bought a house. Reforge Radio needs to climb the ranks of my subscription list. A few days of stream should do it. Oh, yeah. 
Derek says, I live in a collectivist culture over here. Internet will go down in the entire apartment building. Just need the flick of the reset switch. And days will go by and uh, and nobody calls it in. <laughs> right. Losing internet aside, says Blueberry. Has anyone mentioned archiving? These games and consoles will be obsolete someday, and there's a large community of retro gamers. Yeah, I mean, there's an entire need to preserve the 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 history of gaming it's like these games will just be gone they'll disappear into thin air no one you won't be able to play them anymore they'll be they'll be absolutely gone oh i can't get my neck to pop i'd be surprised if a large majority of people in here are buying or paying for their house over renting where they live yeah but so you're gonna move because the internet goes out periodically like think about what you're saying you're expecting somebody to literally relocate go through the trouble of moving the the money you usually lose money in the process because you end up paying rent in two different places two different times right because of the internet periodically going out and you don't even know if the new place is going to be perfect either. The, how do you know? I could just go around and knock on the doors. How's the internet here? Does it is it stable? Is it fast? Does it go out periodically? Excessive profanity just brought his first home, and has went from a thousand down to between six and ten, waiting for maybe six months to a year for fiber. But they love the home and the place they live. Oh golly, that would be terrible. Rent or own, it doesn't matter. People don't have a lot of choices with internet. Have you tried to find a new place to live recently? Yeah, it's not that easy. You can't just uproot and be like, yeah, I can't abide this internet outage. <laughs> the internet outage frequency is too high here. I'm gonna move. <laughs> what? It's not that simple. It costs money. Glad to support on TikTok as well as YouTube. Thank you, Train. Rainbow coming in with seven months of membership says Yoohoo. I wonder if any of these remembers are bumping us closer to the new emote. I need to double check. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Let me check. Gray God says, I've lived in Argentina for three years. The average internet speed here is like 10 meg. Most people here have no internet because it's very expensive. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, what are people like that supposed to do? Come on, bro. Just, just go to another part of the world. No, we need 14 members to, to unlock the emote. We still need 14. There's Blue Art jumping in for nine. Welcome back. Celebrating your ninth month of membership. Thank you so much. But would you move if your internet kept going out? I think you would have to. I mean, in the unlikely scenario that I lived in a, in, a, in a literal neighborhood that couldn't maintain internet like at all, sure, I would move, but there's, there's federal regulations about that. Like they, they can't sell you something that they can't maintain. So the idea that like, oh, it's going out every day. I don't think anybody was saying that. They're just saying the idea that if the internet goes out, you can't play your games is ludicrous. Gray Speedy renewing celebrating their fourth month of membership greatest membership I've ever paid for thank you my point is choosing where you live if internet is something you care about on some level of being important to you 
or were, you could look this up before choosing where you live. Or, or track with me, Distorted. This is crazy, but what if Microsoft didn't require the internet for a single-player game? Like, what if that? That's more simplistic, isn't it? Than someone dictating where they live, but based on what? What are they going to pull the people in the neighborhood or the apartment complex? What's the frequency of internet outage here? What's the download speed like? Can I come in and plug into your router and do some speed tests and some bitrate tests? What do you mean? That's not a thing. Ratchet, jumping back in the member pool. Thank you, Ratchet. Oh, Ratchet, you asked about requesting games. Let us think through that because we have a channel called First Looks. I don't know. At the moment, game requests is such a dadgum nightmare. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It could be more simple, but the internet affects more than just games. Right, and if the internet's down, sure, I can't pay my bills. I can't I can't do my business, right? If the if the internet goes down, sure, 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 sure. We're talking about something that doesn't need the internet. I want to stream, requires internet. I want to watch a video, requires internet. Like, those things require internet by the sheer nature of their existence. It's part and parcel to their existence that the internet is required. That's not true for single-player video games. Internet's close to be considered a necessity these days. In certain parts of the world, yes. Yeah, you got to relocate your kid's school and everything else. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I get I get where people are coming from, but like it's not hard to just be like, yeah, we're not going to require it. Or we're going to require it once a month. Every time you have internet, it resets the clock. It's like, oh yeah, you own this game. And for 30 days, you don't need to be on the internet. You know? So if the, if the internet goes out, no big deal. You, 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 you had internet yesterday. You have a 30-day window before the game becomes unplayable. Here's a million dollar idea. Members can request first looks from Madam. I want to see 15 minutes of her playing the new Stellaris DLC. It would be so entertaining. Stellaris DLC? Yeah, you gotta pay a premium membership for anything like that, Zubair. Because we could put all of those requests, whether it's Madam or myself, we could put those as members only and then it doesn't hurt the channel. The problem is, is people would request really old games and it would just hurt the channel. If I'm playing some seven-year-old game because you think it's going to be hilarious, that is funny, but it's not funny when it performs terribly and we're looking at bad numbers thinking, ugh, this is not a good incentive for the channel. But with members only, we could just upload it on the weekend. You just upload it on the weekend. Like, here you go. This is funny. Ha ha ha. But it would have to be like a premium level because that's not something we could stream and it's not something we could make public. It'd have to be members only. Don't give them hope. Yeah, weekend members only uploads. That wouldn't be. Yeah, we could swing that. And don't forget, uh, creature. Every Friday night, Madam and I are going to need stuff to play anyway. Like eventually, we're going to run out of like really fun, cool little like co-op games. That's you know, that's three times a month that we're doing those streams. We could we could jam a couple. We could jam two or three games into one of those nights. It's members only. You know what I'm saying? We we start playing one of those games. We start playing the Nintendo Switch Sports game. After about an hour and a half, it's like, 
we could play something else. You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll brainstorm it. We'll brainstorm on that one. Because like I said, there's three streams a month where Madam and I go live on Friday night. We could do a handful of games. Easy. And if we can't, we can always record them. But freaking doorbell. Single player games should not require an internet connection or server connection to work at this point. It's extremely frustrating when something like that that seems completely unnecessary hinders your ability to play. Case in point, when Borderlands, when Tiny Tina Wonderlands, no one could play co-op because the shift system was crapping the bed. Well, that's really lame. Like, imagine booting up a game on Xbox and wanting to play cooperatively with somebody else on Xbox. And you can't just peer-to-peer play. Their shift system has to be working properly. Well, that's infuriating. At one level, you can kind of understand it. Now, take it another step further. It's a a single-player game? You could always go through the Halo campaigns afternoon also. Yo, it's good, Pure Lysian. Don't Starve Together is a great co-op game. It's an old indie game, though. We need games that are either completely silly and ridiculous or like the Switch game, like where we can kind of like mess with each other. You know what I mean? It needs to be like that. It needs to be like that. Where are we? Where are we? Yes. Solaris is a four-time sim strategy space game where you control solar systems, colonize planets, research technology for your empire, build fleets and take over empires uh, there's more to the game as a whole that can really draw you into it yeah that sounds like she'd play for about five minutes and say this is dumb <laughs> she would say this is so dumb this is some nerd nerd game <laughs> uh, I think you guys are going to like what we do on radio with her. with her I think it's going to be fun people enjoyed picking her brain about real subjects yeah, just wait till, wait till we wait till we cook up the episodes of her over there. Um Okay. Gaming news. Yep, there's paid endorsements in this. Will these tags fit is the question. We're a little bit over. We're a little bit over. Let's take out Variety Gaming. Okay, do that. Any duration, visibility. Oh no, don't you dare make it private. And we'll go at noon. Let's dig into them. Why did Microsoft require to be online to play? Imagine not for just no reason. Otherwise, it would save costs to not have these through. Because they're... That's what they... An error, Please try later. The frick? Um, They're boiling the frog. Dude, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like Microsoft's being sinister, evil, or something, or, or something wicked. But like... They're boiling the frog, homie. They want people to be accustomed to this. So in five years, people like Jeff, 
are are don't 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 have a voice at all. There's nobody thinking that way. Nobody, nobody's gonna think the way he thinks in five years. The average gamer is gonna be posturing like MRI guy was posturing. Oh, shut up, man! Everybody, everybody has internet all the time, everywhere. Shut up! Like, that's what I think is going on. They want they they don't you know what I mean? They don't want you to feel any weirdness by it. Just saw this. Internet providers are teaming with the government to provide internet to low-income folks for a low price. Yeah, hopefully. It needs to be considered. It's it it's it's like it's like water. It's like electricity. Man, can you imagine like what would happen with the abundance of educational resources on the internet? What could happen with low-income portions of the of of the entire world suddenly having access to the internet? Now, hopefully, they, they you know th- that would be how it's utilized, right, as an opportunity for empowerment they're not just playing video games and watching you know x-rated stuff but in my defense I wasn't making that argument Jeff turned it into that my argument was against his stance on PS Plus and Game Pass no what did he say against PS Plus and Game Pass MRI guy We've seen what happens. We call it Twitter. No, that's not the same as giving people internet access. Internet access. Access. It's for security. It's to make sure the game stays updated and at the properly protected patch. It's out of some nefarious plan to use in the future. So you think they only require an internet connection because they care so much about the user. That's what you think, Distorted. You think Microsoft is being like big grandpappy Santa Claus. We want to make sure you're safe out there, little guy. You can't just boot up and you just can't boot up a game without internet. We got to make sure your game is safe and protected because that single player game with zero net code and zero interaction with other people, we got to make sure you're safe. You read that wrong. Those were all questions and not statements. Oh. Oh, is it for security? Is it to make sure the game stays updated at a properly protected patch? Is it out of some nefarious plan? I don't know if it's nefarious. I just think they want you to be accustomed to it because it makes it easier for them. It makes you want to stay on Game Pass. He started his argument out that the PS Plus was a way better deal than Game Pass and he somehow turned it into an inherent internet issue. Yeah, it, it sounds like he said that PS Plus is a better deal, and then it also sounds like he said, he probably said this, I'm going to speak for him. Yeah, not only is the PlayStation Plus a better deal, if I download any of those single-player games, I don't need internet to play them, so if the internet goes out, or I take my PlayStation Plus somewhere where I don't have access to the internet, like, imagine that. Imagine, like, packing up your console and taking it somewhere. Maybe you're going to stay with your grandma for a couple of weeks, or your aunt or your uncle to take care of them, or maybe there's, like, a vac- maybe you're going to a vacation spot with people, and you just, there's not going to be good internet there, but you want to bring it along so you can play your games. And he's like, yeah, man, it's a better value. I'm going to take my thing with me and I don't got to worry about being able to play all these awesome single player games that I got through the PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I think he was connecting dots that I can see connecting. 
Y'all know that joke about NASA spent a fortune on space pens and then Russians used a pencil? It's not true. Can't use a pencil in a spacecraft. The graphite's conductive. It's a danger. Sounds like grandma's never getting a visit. If you download a single player game and don't have the disc, you cannot play offline. Wait, so right now, I can't play Elden Ring on my PlayStation if I unplug the internet. If my if I knock my PS5 offline, I can't play Ghost of Tsushima. I don't own a single disc for my PlayStation 5. It's a digital, it's the digital PS5. You're telling me I can't play those games if I don't have internet. He was yes you can says Eugene. It has to verify you own it online. I'm tr- I'm turning my PS5 on. Yeah, I'm going to test it right now. Okay. How do I know I have no internet? Does it say it somewhere on the screen? Because I don't know if I've ever connected this thing to Wi-Fi. Network. Okay, how do I do that? Connect to the internet. Off. You are not connected to the network. Alright, I just turned it off. New plans for Reforge brand look promising, says Basito. Not a fan of radio topics, but I'm happy you could do something you truly wanted and enjoyed. Double dip. Well, radio is switching back to gaming, Basito, so you'll be in good good hands. Alright, listen, let me show you. Let me show you what I'm doing here. Okay, network. You are not connected to the network. Okay? So I've completely disconnected from the network. Alright, so Ghost of Tsushima play game you're not connected to the network go to networking no yeah you can't it must be it must wait what's happening why is it continuing to go why is it continuing to load after after 30 minutes, it will close your app. So it lets me do this for 30 minutes. I've never done this. I've never done this. I've never played without the internet. There may be online features. It says you can't use online features without the internet. Oh, is that what the message said? Yeah, I probably didn't read the whole message. You guys know me. I'm in the game. I look awesome. Xbox won't let you do anything? Yeah, you can't even get into the game on the Xbox. You can play offline on all PSN games as long as the account owns the game 
and is set to the home console. Set same with Xbox. Yeah, here is his PS5 not always online, single player offline games. Yeah, it, it's there's a whole report about it. I wouldn't go that far. Have you seen your hat? Oh, that's the that's the betrayer's hat. That's one of the best hats in the game. The multiplayer section was not on the main screen. In 30 minutes, it will prompt you asking you to verify your license. After three times, it will close the app and you have to rinse repeat. But what about this article that Eugene found saying that PS5 will play single player games from the disc without an internet connection? Oh, well, that's from the disc. I don't have the disc. What about the digital? Thirty minutes seems insane. Why would you need to check that often? Like, what? Ha- what's? Like, how do they not? This is this is what's irritating to me. If that's true, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's true. Paul says I played Miles offline on the PS5 for ten plus hours. After thirty minutes, it'll self-destruct your PS5. Yeah. So Paul is saying he played Miles Morales for ten hours. No, 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 uh, no, no internet. The disc has a license on the disc. Right, but if I play Ghost of Tsushima on a Monday with internet, and then on a Tuesday I don't have the internet, shouldn't shouldn't my actual device know that I that it's like it should save it? Should it not? It's like it saves it. It's like, no, yeah. You played this literally 24 hours ago and we verified the license. What what's what's happened since then? All right, quiet shy girl found a quote for me. Let me check it out here. Do you need the internet for the PS5? Yes and no. Yes, you do need the internet to play games on the digital-only PS5 as games are verified to belong to your account over the internet. If you have a disc-based PS5, you can play disc-based games offline as the machine determines ownership with the disc and the drive. So the disc PS5 can play games offline, but are there any snags or catches? Also, are there any benefits to connecting your PS5 to the internet? And what's the minimum internet speed for the PS5 anyway? Yeah, so it sounds like the disc... Do you have the disc? Paul is saying his copy of Miles is the digital. He account shares with a friend. So Paul is saying he played Miles Morales for hundreds of hours. Or no, I'm sorry, 10 plus hours offline on the PS5 digital version. And stab. I always have to get back used to this game. (laughs) Such a beautiful game. I didn't have internet yesterday on the disc PS5 and I couldn't play anything. Even disc games. That doesn't make any sense. We literally just read an article that stated you should be able to.
Oh, creature saying that means your friend is online and verified. It has nothing to do with you. But if his console is always offline, creature, how does his offline console knowing that that's happening? My understanding was discs never need verified and digital needs verified every so often. Yeah, every 30 minutes is a bit absurd. I could understand being like, I don't know, once a month? Once a week? Every 30 minutes this thing's gonna be like, hey, you you need internet? What are you, what are you talking about? I think the PS5 was having issues though. Works fine today, says Zach. Guys, thanks for 300 likes on the video. I appreciate it. Thanks for... We got uh, three new members today and one coffee order. We're trying to get we're trying to get um, six members a day, so that my wife has to play Elden Ring, and we would love to see about equal number of coffee orders. I finished Cyberpunk Digital to completion without the internet. Says Lock Ray down. As long as your PS5 holds the primary account and you're not game sharing, you're free to play offline. Says the Blindful Truth. I saw multiple forums of people saying they could not play offline with the disc. I want to see this. I want to see this 30 minute pop up. This is old school back to orbit. Great stuff. Yeah, this is how I this is how I sit in orbit now. Tsushima. I love what I I love my outfit, man. So dope. The PS4 used to play games without the internet like it should be normally, both disc and digital. Test it and leave it open for 30 minutes. I don't even know when we opened this. I think we opened it about five minutes ago. Jeff says, yes, no day one, but over 700 games if you have the PS Plus Premium, including the back catalog. You have to pay $7 to even be remotely comparable to which is what I was telling you. No, no. If you compare Game Pass and Sony, we did that the other day. The, the, the people defending Microsoft's Game Pass against Sony have been so dishonest. If you actually look at the pricing breakdowns, Sony's is 100% comparable and competitive. You don't have to pay more to get equal to Game Pass. That is simply false. We we literally went the other day and side-by-side side compared this. And the people that are defending Game Pass and making claims about PlayStation costing more, you are being dishonest. I, I double-checked this the other day because I had people telling me that, oh, you got to pay more for Sony's to get equal to what Microsoft offers. So we went and side-by-side side compared it, and it's not true. They are 100% comparable and competitive with each other. I like the Clan Sakai armor. I'm a sucker for antlers. I just liked all of this. I just loved all the red. Like, I love all the red that I get to wear. You know what I mean? I just think it looks great. Like, I was especially happy. Um, Saddlebags? When did they... Oh, they added that. Didn't they recently add that? I've not played since they added the saddlebags. Um, Yeah, this sword kit made me so 
excited. It's so good. Where do you change that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undying Rage. I thought it was such a perfect name. It was so perfect. It was perfect for the time period when I got it. What I needed in my life at that moment was Undying Rage. (laughs) And it's the best color scheme. So good. How do you get the Aloy outfit in game? I don't know. I never went and got it. Just look at the monkey shoulder pads, dude. Oh, it's just sick. So sick. And I've got like a monkey mask on right now. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Does it zoom in pretty well here? Yeah, you can kind of see it there. You got to take the hat off. There we go. So dope. Such a fantastic game. This game really did speak to your soul, Undying Rage. I told you, man. There's elements of this game that were just made for me at the time when I played it. I I still want to do that series. I want to play through the whole game black and white and, and play it on lethal. I think that'd be such an amazing playlist. But, I don't know. We gotta earn that right. We gotta earn that right. I'm four hours into trying to beat Genichiro... Uh, in Sekiro, his second phase ticks me off. Genichiro, the only way you're going to beat him, you've got to master that lightning, and then he's then you get to smack him around. The third time I got to his lightning phase, I just made him, I just totally made him hold, hold my hand. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima in your top five? Oh, for sure. Yes. Hellblade, Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima, yep. All up there. This game is meh at best. You can't speak ill. You can't speak ill of this game. Defending this game would be like me defending a lion. You know what I mean? I would I would just assume do that. You know what I mean? You start talking smack about how weak a lion is, I'd be like, I, I don't need to respond to that. <laughs> Love this game on Lethal. It was so intense. What are your top five games 2014 to 2020? Uh, Hellblade. Both Ori games kind of couched together. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Returnal, and um, I don't know, God of War, Forbidden West. Those were super. Those were super good. Spider Man was super good. We just changed the gameplay. We're testing out a theory. Apparently, I'm offline right now, and apparently, if you try to play single player games, it warns you after 30 minutes. Loney, a liger is bigger and stronger than a lion. I hate how committed you are to calling me Loney. Like, people are going to think that that's like a childhood nickname or something. <laughs> uh, what did he say? You're just goalpost moving? It's 125 a year for over 700 games, just no day one first party, versus 300-something games for 180 first party day and date. Oh, MRI says 15 Game Pass includes day one exclusives. With PlayStation Plus, you pay 70 for the game regardless. There's zero comparison here, not even talking about old games. Yeah, you're ignoring the demos. 
you're ignoring the free demos as well and talk about moving the goalposts you're ignoring quality points that PS Plus offers while also ignoring the comparable differences in the, in the library sizes he's not moving the goalposts he's listing all of the potential perks and benefits just because you get first party exclusives day and date that doesn't matter that's that's not that's not where the comparison point has always been people have said and you have said talk about moving the goalposts you said to make it comparable you'd have to spend more that is false no if you want to make them comparable the sony subscription is comparable and competitive price wise just because just because you get first party exclusives first of all how many of those are there in a year anyway for microsoft loneth the unyielding your full name is loneth he moved the goalpost from the initial conversation that's been the whole point he keeps bringing up stuff in regards to what we were originally talking about I mean, I responded to you. You said that it was more expensive to make Sony comparable, and I responded to you. Instead, you want to just beat up on some guy in chat because you're trying to hold him to the goalposts of something he said 25 minutes ago. So you're paying for a demo? Sony said that they see it being damaging to the virtuous cycle to give away their big first-party titles like... God of War, Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, and the like, and that giving people demos as a part of the subscription service is a great way to funnel people into purchasing, as well as give people a great perk for being at the top subscriber tier. It's, it's a perfect system. You subscribe and you get this insane backlog of games, and anytime a new game comes out, you know that you get a demo of it. Demos should be free? No. I think adding value to the top tier makes the most sense. You're motivating people to be at your highest funnel of subscription, and you're rewarding them with a perk that will likely encourage them to purchase games and support them. I like how they said virtuous cycle instead of saying make buttloads of cash and you bought their language. I didn't buy their language. I looked at the industry. I analyzed the industry before he said that, and we highlighted that. We talked about how all of the first-party developers under Sony's ownership have been growing and expanding. Like, I, I made that analyzation before he came out and said that. What he said is evident in the industry. It's evident in the industry if you look at the studio growth. It's as simple as that. There, there's, there's no question that their system is actually working very well, and it would be a threat to that system to give away titles that sell like crazy. Look at Miles Morales consistently at the top of the charts of sales. Just closing that revenue off would be absolutely dumb. It would be incredibly dumb. Why should game developers make demos? Yeah, why do you feel entitled to a free demo? Why do you feel entitled to a free demo? It takes time for them to build it and do it. Like, Sony's going to do it, actually, not the developers. 
Sony's going to ensure that you get a slice of the game. They're going to build, they're going to build the technology that lets you go into a game for two hours and play the game. So you are a more educated consumer and can purchase games with more knowledge in your brain. In addition to all of the other things that you're getting, you're acting like they're telling you, you need to pay $5 for this demo. That's not what they're doing. They're doing a subscription service with a bunch of features and perks. And that's one of them. We've had free demos for years. No, we haven't. Go play a demo right now on Xbox. Where are they? Where are all the free demos? The free demos are only there if the company does it. There, there are no free demos on Xbox. That's not there. You, they, they, they used to do that on the 360, and I loved it. The Xbox Arcade. They constantly, they constantly said that. They constantly said, yeah, you can get this demo. After two hours, you can buy it. <clears throat> he thinks we need to pay for demos. Okay, let me explain something to you because I think you guys are ignoring basic economics of game creation. So back when people were doing free demos and when people do free demos right now on Steam, that's the prerogative of the developer. They take the extra development time and the risk of you playing their game for $0 in the hopes that the demo convinces you. That is something that the developer does completely on their own. Sony is going to do this. Sony is going to say, listen, the developer don't have to spend a second of their time on this. We are going to create the, in, the the infrastructure and the technology to turn every game into a demo, and that is going to cost money. So as a perk of being at their highest echelon of subscription, you can demo every single game that launches on the Sony platform. How is that not a benefit to the consumer that's worthy of payment? You can literally try every single game. Can you try every single game that launches on Microsoft? No. Are you entitled to it? No. You're acting like it's an industry standard. That like you can just boot up on Microsoft right now and download demos of games. No, you can't. It's not an industry standard. You can't go into any platform and say, look... Every game that launches, I get demos. Do you want to know why you don't get that? Because it costs money. It kills me how disconnected from economic reality gamers have gotten. You've gone so far down the line of thinking that you just get stuff for showing up. I I don't know how you work a job with that attitude. I really don't. How do you clock in? How do you earn a living with that attitude? It, 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 it makes no sense to me. There, there, there is, you're owed nothing. You're owed absolutely nothing. You're not owed demos. You aren't. Demos are free, yes, when the developer does it. That's the developer doing it. You, you, don't, you don't go right now to Microsoft and just download any game that hits their storefront for $0, try it for two hours, and then pay for it if you like it. That's not a thing. Demos are trials? Well, no. There's a difference between demos and trials. Some games do early access betas. Some games do trials. Some games do demos. It's it's all up to the developers to do that. Sony is stepping in and literally saying, we will do it. The, de- the developers don't have to do anything. We're going to make every game on our platform accessible for two hours so that you can know whether or not you want to purchase it. And that service to you as the consumer costs money. 
You can't ignore that demos have always been free in the past six years as free betas. The other way they were giving demos were through pre-ordering. You would always, you could always cancel the pre-order as well. I'm not ignoring that fact. It's not an industry standard that every game in that platform's library will have a demo. You're just, you're just jumping over that skyscraper of logical breakdown in your argument. You can't jump over that. The entire library, any game that hits the Sony marketplace, you can just check it out for, you just get to install it and play it. They've said every game, and they've said the developers don't have to do anything. They're not making the developers make a demo. I don't think they've said every game. Yeah, we read, I read the press briefing on it. We, we read the Sony blog press briefing on it. Oh, can somebody get me that? I can't remember what it was called. It was a Sony blog. Ah, frick. Did they call their PlayStation stores top downloads? All new PlayStation Plus launches. Here it is. I found it. All right. It might have been a tweet. I don't think this page said it. I think the tweet says it. Mm. time-limited game trials will be offered in this tier so customers can select try oh try select games before they buy no 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 no. they tweeted about this they tweeted about this there was a tweet that said every game can do it and the developers don't have to do anything surely it's first party only If I misspoke, if I misspoke, then it's every full price game. Oh, that's what it was? That's what it is. It's every game above a certain pricing threshold, right? Every game above $35. And then there was the second tweet that said that the developers don't have to do anything. The developers don't have to make the demo. Sony's going to take care of it. It's every game that's $35 or higher. That's the stipulation. Right. So sure, games under 35 bucks. So basically, every major release. <laughs> Has it been thirty minutes? No, it hasn't been thirty minutes. It's been about twenty. It's been about twenty-one. The point I picked up on is that devs would do it if they want to. Sony's forcing it. What if a huge story point happens in the first hour and now people feel obligated to get closure? What? <laughs> are you trying to act like... Are you trying to act like somebody playing a game and enjoying it so much that they need closure that they're what somehow being manipulated in a sinister way to buy the game? How dare they get to play a game for free and enjoy it? Now we have to argue, will demos hurt sales? No, it won't. Demos will only hurt sales of a game that's bad. Look at those impossible cape physics. There's clipping in this game. Happens all the time. Look, look, his sword's clipping through. His sword's clipping through. Are you ready to put that debate to bed yet, Derek? Literally just did two... I ran seven feet and his sword clipped through the cape.
See what free-to-play has created? He's so invested, but he still doesn't want to have to pay for it. Missing the inherent quality that games need to hit now. Right. Think of it this way. Are you really going <laughs> to... Are you really going to compare Game Pass giving you the game for free and then they get a fat check? Okay, so the developer or the publisher gets a fat check. You think, does that does that protect you? How does that protect you? How does that, how's that good for you? You could just get a crap game and then what are you going to do? I mean, you didn't spend any money on it, so what claim do you have? A demo doesn't make them any money unless you buy the game which means the game quality has to be there I do, that's that's a good healthy relationship <laughs> hey listen if you're going to be in the Sony marketplace and you're going to be above $35 we're going to let people play your game for a time trial so you better bring the goods because if not our premium subscribers are going to have plenty of reason to not buy your game. Think about what you're basically doing. You're paying Sony a premium for a ton of free games, a, t- a ton of free games that are backlogged, free games every month. Oh, and also essentially purchase ins- insurance. Any game that comes out, you're like, if it's above $35, I'm going to know if I should buy it or not. That's an amazing service to the consumer. I would buy that in a heartbeat even if I wasn't a content creator. I'm like, that's amazing. Every month, I can just go to the new releases that are above $35 and just play them. And I'm protected. It's like, crap, not buying. Amazing, buying. How is that not a win for the consumer? You're paying for a a great value-laden service. I don't get it. I don't get how that's getting twisted into a negative. They don't. They, I don't think they'll need permission from the developer to put those demos on. No, you agree to that, Doom, from the way they've worded it. You agree that when you put a game $35 or higher on Sony, they're going to get a two-hour demo. What's preferable, expensive, amazing games or cheap, terrible games? Forced to have a demo will make studios release games that won't hurt sales because of a bad demo. Yeah, you're. I just. I don't know. I miss your intro, Lona. What's your stance on the demo stuff? Well, we started out today by talking about how Out- Out- Outriders made no profit, and I said Game Pass played a role. I wasn't villainizing Game Pass. I was saying Game Pass is good when used in the appropriate ways. Using it during the launch month of your game is really dumb unless you've got a great microtransaction funnel built, okay? So big AAA third-party titles are going to appear less and less on Game Pass during their launch month. That's my prediction. We got on this today about can you play a digital game on your Sony without internet? So we're testing it right now with Tsushima. According to Creature, I'm going to get a warning after about 30 minutes. According to Creature right and then we got on to demos and people don't think demos is a value worth paying for they think they're entitled to them well if you're entitled to free demos where the frick are they like can you go to the xbox marketplace right now can 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 you can you go to the xbox marketplace right now and get a free demo or a trial on every game in there above 35 dollars no you can't you only get a demo or a beta most of the time if you pre-order or if the developer decides to do an early access like technical test of their servers or something 
you're not owed a demo even on steam there's no guarantee you're going to get a demo i've seen plenty of games with no demos why because it takes more development time they have to create a closed off version of the game that they let you play it what ends up happening when they do that well you end up playing an older version of the game because they closed it off and worked on it with a separate team months ago it doesn't get any of the quality of life patch updates or anything that they discovered since they sliced it off and so then you basically play something that gives you a sampling of the game that primarily is dedicated to usually testing the servers or the infrastructure of the game so generally speaking demos are not that common anymore and, and Sony's coming in and saying, listen, for our consumers that are at the highest echelon of subscription, any game above $35, you will get to sample it to make sure it's good, to make sure you want it. How is that not a great service to the consumer? Oh, and by the way, we're not going to make the developers do that. We're going to do it. We're going to build that infrastructure so you can play these games on this time limit. It's not demos, it's a trial of the full release, which is significantly better than a demo, because again, because demos are usually like an old version. The Xbox 360 uh, arcade marketplace used to do this. It was a timer that popped up and was like, do you want to buy the game? Yes, you hit the button, it charged you, and then it just unlocked the full game. That's That's another point to my credit and to my argument that like you're getting the game the day it comes out. You're getting it with all of its goods and its glory, day one patches and all. And think about it. Let's say you wait two weeks and then they did push out a couple of patches and now it runs better and smoother or whatever and you dive in, you're like, oh, this game's actually pretty good. And two hours later, they're like, do you want it? How is that not a value to you? We're not owed a demo, but if I have the choice between full games or demos, I'm choosing full games as a consumer. I like the idea, but it's a money grab on demos. How is it a mo- How is it a money grab on demos? How? You gotta connect those dots for me. You, you- <laughs> You're paying for this subscription service. You get a backlog of free games, this entire library of free games. You get free games every month as a part of that as a part of that subscription service and you get to try out games. So that way you can buy the ones that you truly enjoyed. How is that a gra- how is that a money grab? You're benefiting as a consumer. That can just because developers to front load their games for demo purposes. And it could be crap 10 hours in. So you think developers are going to completely change the, the, the pipeline and the quality and the build of their game all around the Sony platform to trick you. The first two hours are going to be mind-blowing, and then after that it's going to be crap. You think that's going to be the strategy going forward. That'll be really great for consumer you know, confidence, microtransactions, and DLC purchases. Money grab equals paying for a demo. But you're not paying for a demo. You're not paying for a demo. You're paying for a subscription fee. This is killing my brain. It's actually killing my brain. What you're paying for is the subscription to all those backlogs of games, all that cloud-based gaming of old titles, new games every month. That's what you're paying for. They're throwing in trials of every game $35 or higher as an added benefit to you. You just get that benefit. You're not paying for demos they locked out that demo under the su- that subscription fee
Game Pass is only 400 games, no demos, and only release one to three first-party games a year. Well, and they started throwing third-party on there, but my prediction is they're going to stop doing that. Right, exactly, Doom. Oh, 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 this needs to be stated. Thank you for stating that, Doom. Thank you for stating that. These demos are coming to PS Plus. It's something Sony is building for their subscription fee. They are not charging you for demos that already exist. They said that games on their platform can still do free weekends and free access if they want. They can let you play for free, like as a beta or something. They're still allowed to do that. They, They said that. They're not reaching in and charging you for a demo that would have been free otherwise. They're quite literally creating it. They're making it. They're creating the system and throwing it in their subscription service. If you're using demos as part of your sales pitch, then you're selling demos. Then, then you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Is all you people that think it's scummy and bad, I, I'd, I'd put 10 bucks on the table. You don't even have a PlayStation. So what the frick difference does it make? If that funnel is satisfied and happy and signing up and it, 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 it funnels this virtuous cycle and people get to try out games and maybe buy more games accordingly because they're like, I would have never bought any of these games, but the fact that I can try them, the fact that I can try them, great. I'd put money on the table. Most of the people criticizing this, you're not even a potential consumer of the product, so it doesn't freaking matter. Doesn't matter. Sven said something about smaller devs. Hang on, Sven. Where is the... I'll just open your image. Sven says... I worry about the strain it puts on smaller devs who have to carve out time to make a demo rather than focus on their full game. You've missed that part of the debate. This was confirmed on Twitter. They don't have to make the demo, Sven. Sony is building it. It's a time trial. They're not making them create a demo. It's not a requirement. The developer doesn't have to spend any extra time building this. It's something that Sony is building. Ergo, you're paying Sony for that as a perk. They're adding it into their... They're adding it to their service. That's why they have every right to charge for it. Well, no, I have a PC, Xbox, and a PS5. I think it's a cash grab. Then don't pay for it, Jay White. It's a perfect system, isn't it? You don't have to pay for it. Don't go that high on the echelon. And and, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. If you keep watching me and you keep supporting me, you're going to see me go in there and try out all these games and upload all this content to, to, to my, to my um, Reforge First Look channel. And I bet you 10 bucks you start thinking... Man, I don't know. That is kind of nice. I can I can literally peruse the entire Dadgum library and just try games out. That's actually pretty nice. I'm not saying you will. I'm saying you might change your mind. But the beauty of it is, just, just don't pay for it then. Don't pay for it. And people like me, I'm going to pay for it. And I'm going to love every Dadgum minute of it. That's going to be amazing. I'm going to love every minute of it. I'm like, this is fantastic. This is such a great value. Because I'm going to tell you something I've done recently on my on my, my my PlayStation. I go to the store. I see all these games. They look pretty cool. And I'm like, I, I have no idea. I, I, and then I got to get out my phone. I got to go to gameplay. I got to go to look up reviews. I'm like, eh, I don't know. If I can literally just install it and play it, that's like the best relationship you could have with a game. 
I don't got to take somebody else's word for it. I don't got to find somebody with gameplay that's worth watching. I can right then and there install it and try it out. You say that it depends on when the trial is released. They did say that it has to be within three months of the game's release. So if a game comes out and doesn't let you do the trial, then you might say, I'll wait. I'll wait. Rip to YouTube and streamers. (laughs) Well, hopefully they have a lot more value than just that. I think we've gotten past the 30-minute mark, Creature. It's 12.05, and I know for a fact I was in this game at 11.30. It's been 35 minutes. Are you sure about this 30-minute warning, Creature? It's, yeah, it's like a time trial. It's not even really a demo, Patrick. You will download the full game and can play it for a certain amount of time. So it's not like they're giving you some weird demo slice of the game, like some private level. It varies from game to game. So what game did it to you, creature? So is it, do you think the game, do you think the developer set that timer? Outriders was a lazy game. When do we blame the games devs for a half-baked game? Well, you weren't here for the entire conversation. I talked about how the game was bad and had significant flaws and how it would have done poorly no matter what. I, I did. I acknowledged that. I didn't say that if it wasn't on Game Pass, the game would have been amazing. I said Game Pass hurt it hitting profit margins. Because that first month is so important. And they had great pre-orders on Steam. A 2K game will knock me out every 15. Fallen Order? You can play Fallen Order for however long, but a 2K game will knock me out every 15. New Gotham Knights update tomorrow? But we're going to hear more about the game? Is this game first party? Yeah, Tsushima's first party, so maybe that's the difference? Jedi Fallen Order is not first party, and he just said he could play Jedi Fallen Order and it never booted him out. Getting caught up, but what were you trying to test with the timeout? I took my console off the internet to see if it would ever kick me out of the game. And it didn't. Alright, I'm turning my PS4 off. Uh, PS5. Yeah, they had an inventory white bug. Listen, man, I I, I was pretty brutal that game. I, I covered Outriders a lot when it first came out, man. I, I was brutal to that game. I was not kind to that game. I gave it its just its its deserving I gave it its deserving uh, criticism. But I've got a new show for you and another spicy topic. Are you guys ready for this one? I hope you are. I got a new one for you. I got a new one for you. We're going to do two talk shows today on gaming, and then we're going to head over to Reforge Radio for its first ever show of gaming news. And there's a ton of gaming news that we don't cover on gaming because there's just too much of it. We go topic-driven on gaming. Reforge Gaming is topic-driven. Reforged Radio is going to be news-driven, meaning we're just going to plow through as much gaming news as we can so that way you get everything you possibly could. We're about to go into a new show here on gaming, talking about Sony and Bungie. That deal has got an FTC investigation breathing down its neck. 
And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. And I'm going to put a link in chat and I'm going to redirect you. If you're on the primary console, it works as long as it's cached as license. That's what I was saying. I was like, why wouldn't the license be cached? No constant checks. Creature was saying it's doing it to him in a, in a 2K game, a sports game or something. Sony Bungie deal. Let me get an image up here. Can I get a bigger version of this image, please? Come on, Google. The frick is this? Like, why do you make me look for a large image? Who who doesn't want the image to be large? That's my question. The frick. How much do I have time to send the tweet? I do not have time to send the tweet. I'll send it after. Click the link in chat or li- ride the redirect. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This will be another episode of Reforge Gaming News discussing the Sony Bungie deal, and it is going to be investigated by the FTC, as well as Microsoft's acquisition of Blizzard Activision. There's a lot at play here. I feel like potentially this is the new console war, buying up games and titles so that you have to hold to exclusivity. The FTC is actually interested in the exclusivity of Destiny going forward. That It's, it's actually quite interesting. I'm going to be going into the report in just a second. I got to bring people over from this morning stream. We did a big uh, conversation about... Um, the Outriders made no profit. Is Game Pass to blame? Uh, we talked about that, and it's giving me. And there we go. We're going to go for a redirect over there. <laughs> 